Geek Shock. DJ Automatic, a bod marker in the house. Draw that ugly couch feet, motherfucker. Otter, otter, torgo. Otter, otter, torgo. Otter, otter, torgo. Geek Shock Funk. Otter, otter, torgo. Oh, it's a chocolate flavored energy drink. Really? Yeah. Is that what that is? Milo. I, I've heard of Milo. It's got a and new Otis? recipe. Well, is Otis only the one oatmeal? way to find out. Right. Where did you get that? I'll bet, I'll bet there's coffee Andy. in it. Oh. No, I don't know. <laughs> there better not be. I'm going to need a soda after this, though. So, uh, I actually, it's funny, yeah, like, after out. after last week, I, I looked it up again, and apparently coffee and cola is a very common thing yeah, in, people in are the insane. Midwest. Yeah, just not at McDonald's. And usually even uh, they'll add, like, a little bit of milk to it. So it's like coffee and milk and well, that's what and you're missing. Cola. Carbonate, you're missing carbonated the milk. dairy. I mean, there's mm. a there's a Coca Cola Black that sells yeah. in, in Japan. That is no, it sold here for a while too. It just it wasn't very People popular. Woke up. I recently <laughs> saw Mountain Dew Pitch Black on the the yes, rack yes. and uh, Smiths. That's back out. It won. What's the flavor of Pitch Black? It's a like a raspberry hard or grape. something. Like that. Okay, it's a grape. Hard, hard grape. grape. Nice. Not grape. It's hard grape. Like grape that somebody was really upset about. <laughs> like a sucker on a bus? <laughs> Almost like a sucker on the floor of a bus. <laughs> Steven Seagal's. It, it's not that far off. It's not All right, here we go. Let's see. Milo. I bet it's great. No, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Face tells it all. Yeah. This tastes like Yoo-Hoo. Okay. And someone pissed in. Really? No. May, may I? Did yeah, piss in it? That's right. The list of things piss who. The list of things that Paul likes is becoming less and less. He's getting crotchety in his old age. What's up? Huh. It does kind of taste like watered down no, Yuhu. Um, which is funny because Yuhu tastes like watered down chocolate milk. Right. So it's just so it's, it's there. It is. It's so getting it lower. All lower, that much more lower. spit in it now. Welcome to Geek Shock number three fifty one. The next generation. I am Master Torgo. That was. There he is. That's I was, was going to give it for him, but, but he's, he had to take a call. Yes. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Oh, gentlemen, how you doing this week? Good. I right. missed you. I missed mm, you. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm, I'm good. Yeah? yeah? I feel you on the tired. Yeah. I'm right there with you on the tired. That's a lot of papers you got there. Uh, it's always a lot of papers of things I know we won't get to. Yeah. Yep. It is, it is a, a, a show in wanting right so, here. Every so the, week, uh, the list of articles we don't get to gets bigger and bigger. Piles and piles. This has been longer. This is this is not the longest list I've had. We actually That's got through some said. news. God damn it. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> Gentlemen, what did you do this week? What do you want to talk about? I played yeah. in a D&D game. Oh, yeah. You played in the D&D game. It was, yeah. Yeah. The, the one that Barry ran. Dr. Vlargs. Yeah. He's been aching to take this group that hasn't met in five years because he and uh, Deb have left town uh, through the Tomb of Horrors. And so he just pounded and pushed and prodded. Wait, and he did got Tomb of in. Horrors? Yeah. Wow. You can't but do it, Tomb of Horrors in an afternoon. So, oh, you, Yes, you can. All you have to do is die in the second room. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tomb of Horrors. Uh, for those not in the know, Tomb of Horrors is, the, is one of the most notorious of the Dungeons and Dragons modules, I believe that was a Gary Gygax joint back yeah, in the day. Yeah, uh, notorious for killing players unfairly. Yeah, it just—it's a death dungeon. You have to be extremely careful. Yeah. So it's, it's grim to its traps as a dungeon. Uh, well, kind of, sorta. I mean, except that um, uh, 
Grimtooth's traps were more about elaborate traps, whereas Tomb of Horrors is just deadly. Mm. Basically, right. the way I read it, because I remember the original, if you were longtime players of Gygax, you knew his puzzles and his his tricks and the the way he approached things that you could you could make your ways around and even then people died left and right but you and stood you, a chance if you didn't know guy gags you you you're done yeah if you're yeah. not one of his regular players it's yeah so i assume this was a new version yeah it is it's the 4th edition that he was converting over to 5th edition and the 4th edition they actually made it playable by having this elaborate background where a mad mage, I think actually it was Halister, because this was uh, Tomb of Horrors in the uh, Forgotten Realms, drains a lot of the evil and the magic out of the Tomb of Horrors. And so it actually becomes a playable dungeon. It's still <laughs> deadly. Right. You still got things that you got to deal with. You'll just be maimed instead of destroyed. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not a surefire player killer. That's the impression I got from the way Barry was running it. Everyone mm. survived? Uh, yeah. Because we, of yeah. Major Ma's bullshit wizard. What what happened with Major Ma's bullshit wizard? I was the NPC controller, and he was just nuking my guys left and right with bullshit magic missiles. He I was, was wondering how they figured you into the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was the, the, the minion lackey. Yeah. And uh, uh, apparently Major Ma's wizard is an invoker who has... Uh, as a class feature, empowered evocation, which means his evocation, which are the energy attack spells, are souped up. And there is a controversy in the math on how that power is applied to magic missile because it's multiple really? missiles. And he was, you know, no save, buzzsaw uh, through uh, Matt's characters left and right. So you were running all the all the monsters. Uh, that was you. Every single one except for like the major bad guy, which Barry controlled. Sure, well, because yeah. Barry's not going to relinquish that. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I was like the mummies, the skeletons, uh, young. You're the minions. All yes. the minions. Yeah. But I thought you minion. I thought you were like an NPC, like joiner. No, on he's the not party. one of no, us. No, no, he's no. the bad guy. No. That's that's got to be f somewhat fun. It was. Yeah. 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 You're in every fight. Mm -hmm. He yeah. took that's it right. very seriously. Yeah, some human strategy behind make well a goal. I role played the skeletons and zombies very well. Like I, the closest one you were I clicking could see. and clacking. You had no, like chopsticks rubbing see. together. I didn't Chopping go after the wizard was in the back, but I was like, oh look, there's a MP or there's one of the characters right there. If I was a skeleton, I'd just go over to that person, right? right. Guys, because unintelligent creature. Yes. What and called? Okay, it's crazy storm happening yes you live it's on the northwest right yeah but yeah it's, that's but it's, where but it's coming it here. was hitting yesterday it's okay coming here, all right so just be ready because <gasps> we did so, so the same thing all happened right. to my friend matt that lives yeah. up north northwest last night like it poured there and it never made it down to our area well, that's okay so extra long podcast because we're stuck here we didn't get much last night but well, or the power goes out in an extra short podcast that, that's, that's 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 the real fear. that's the fear yeah if, if it knocks the power out this no. show is gone forever yeah. what <laughs> Are you talking? Yeah, if, if Jeff, if, if Jeff can out. take a couple cell phones and jimmy up some power for the circuit board, and we will continue. Well, we all know this will happen. If I, this I thing can is not power shut down the board. properly, the whole thing goes away. I learned that the hard way one time. You know, I actually have a battery backup. Maybe if we uh, plug course, it into this, of course, it would probably be a good idea. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Get or, on or, it. Get or, on or, it. Or we could be risky. We could be risky. 
Live on the edge. Risk. Torgo gets one Ooh. edit Risk free is our week. business. <laughs> That's what this podcast is Sorry, all about. Sorry, otter lovers. Sir, you have 21. Hit me. I love <laughs> I living also, on the edge. By the way, quick <laughs> shout out to Croak the DJ. Nice uh, 350 uh, episode mm, yes. uh, compilation yes, that mix he did. super beautiful. I, I missed the yeah. 351. I especially liked the music underneath that? Paul's coffee incident. Yeah. <laughs> that was particularly nice. Yeah. So, so absolutely cool. shout out yeah. to I think that's the Croak. last one he can do. Cup so thank you, Croak. Yes, yeah, so, and appreciate all glorious. the edits you've done. We yeah. love them. Yeah. Um, really going back to Tomb of Horrors real quick, oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does make an appearance in uh, Ernest Klein's Ready Player One I, novel. Yeah, I would expect it to. Yeah. And um, a beaut- in fact, of, of all the pop culture things that that covers, that's the one that stands out in my brain the most from that novel. They, really? They did it so well. Mm. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Trivia. Nice. Yay, trivia. But uh, you, I wish I could have been there. Yeah. I yeah, really he, was, he, was, he was upset that you weren't there. He handled your character well. You no. drew from the deck of many things and saved the party. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm the only one that... Which must have incensed him to no end. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He was... It, it, it was Barry's plot. We lost the ship that flies through the air. I, I've lost a character on that ship, so I have no love for that ship. Oh well, that's that's where Gert went. Brainless. I know, I know. The the SS Gert, yeah. which is <laughs> which is gone now, forever, just yeah. like Gert. Well, there will always be Noxa Gert Falls. I'm that's not getting true. into this. Well, well, Gert, Gert, actually, I mean, he lives in the dreams of the illithid that ate him. Oh wait, did we avenge him and kill it? Probably. I think we did. So <laughs> yeah, never mind. He doesn't even have that. Wow. I've been playing a lot more No Man's Sky. Uh, yep. I, I know a lot. Still of, down, huh? I, yeah. I know a lot of people out there. It's uh, there's not a lot, lot of longevity for some people, but I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm working so much and I can lose myself in that game so easy. Mm-hmm. But when I sit down to play it, I'll play it at least three hours. Wow. And and not realize the time is gone and start being sad that I have to start putting it away. So it's it's just been nice. It's, it's watching those footage of that game. It makes me want to buy a PS4. And then I saw the trailer for the new Zelda for the Wii U, and I was like, Wii U all the way. No, no, no. NX. You mean? Which is that is, what it's for? The rumor is it's going to be called the Focus. It's going to come out on Wii U as well. But wait, is what he's saying. Wait for the yeah, focus. Okay, wait yeah. for the focus. Open world Zelda well, it's game. It's all going to come out at the same time. Looks like Assassin's Creed, but Zelda. I was like, fuck yeah. You haven't seen? It? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, huh. The Focus looks very. I mean, I'm I'm saving my money for the Focus. That is the next console I'm going to buy. Now, that true reveal is not going to happen until a year from no, now, E3, no, 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 right? No, 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 It should happen. That that thing is supposed to launch in March. That's a weird this time to coming launch. Up. Coming up. It's supposed to launch in March. They're going to wait for so well, you Well, there's a possibility in a couple weeks there'll be a delay announcement or there'll be a straight-up announcement. That's the thing. It could either be a, hey, we're sitting on this, or it'll be a, hey... There you go. It's coming in March. Oh. Get well, ready. It might not be a bad idea to launch it earlier in 2017 because you have both the uh, oh, that's right, uh, Project Scorpio from Microsoft and the uh, yes. the new uh, the PlayStation PS4. 4 upgrade, <laughs> which is supposed to be announced the beginning of September. They've already got a press I'm event for the that. Gills. The thing I'm so excited about. It's a portable system. They're calling it the Focus because they're not doing a next gen DS. This is a portable system, but it's also a console. You can hook it up to your TV if you need to, but for the most part, it's on the go. It's got a big old screen, detachable controllers on the side, so you can put in different kinds of controllers. It's got a lot of really stuff, interesting stuff, uh, possibilities going on with it. But uh, they're going to have 
uh, Smash Brothers with all DLC and new characters. I can't fucking wait. Fun. I wanted that Smash Brothers for Wii U. That was want, one of the best things. There's I had like four games. There's like four games for the Wii U that I was dying to get, but I'm waiting. And there will be NX versions that are coming. So, but have you seen that trailer I'm talking about? Oh uh, yeah, Breath of Wind or whatever it is. Breath. Mm-hmm. Zelda, oh. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wind. Breath of the Wild. Oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I'm like, this is a Nintendo. This graphics in Nintendo. But like, see, what? and that's and that's the thing. It's not even. It's not even a super duper level graphics. No, it you know just looks I mean? nice. It, it looks, looks good. Nice. Yeah. It, they I always a stylized. They always play like a generation behind. It's a little stylized. It's not as heavily stylized as Wind Waker, but that's what people fail to remember is how good Wind Waker still looks. People were crying and shitting their pants like babies. And that game still holds up because it's got that cool cartoony vibe. I love, they, I love the aesthetic from the jump. Didn't they redo cartoons. Wind Waker, though? They, they upgraded made a, they it. They made an HD the, version for yeah. the Wii U. Yes. But it still yeah. keeps the same aesthetic. Yeah. It's just, it's just a yeah, little sharper. Upgraded. Yeah, sharper. it's just a little sharper here and there. But it's still really good. Um, I played the fuck out of some more Doom. Ah, yes. Had a crazy week. Had three days off. Wow. wow. Talked about this on... What uh, did you do with yourself? You're like, huh? I sat and rested. I honestly sat and re- I mean, I had other little stuff going on. Like Thursday, I had rehearsal most of the day. Uh, and then no show. So Thursday was kind of done. And I thought I was going back to work on Friday. But no, I found I wasn't going back to work on Friday. I had physical therapy on Friday on my leg. And because I wasn't going into the show, my girl went to town on my leg and worked it so hard. <laughs> I'm like, ah, but, uh, that helped. And then I didn't end up, we didn't end up having a show on Saturday either. So I just maxed and relaxed. I watched some, some shorts from, uh, did they just like riff cancel the shows for some reason? Like what? Well, yeah. Cause a fucking crack addict stole our computers. <laughs> what? what, what? what? <laughs> Both of our show computers got stolen out of our showroom. On uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, it was awful. And uh, we came in Thursday to do rehearsal. We were going to do two techs, and we couldn't even do a full tech. We had to just do what we could. Oh, uh, my God. It was crazy. Uh, how, how does like, that happen? Don't even get me started. But with anyway, don't get so me started. Don't, dude, by the end of that afternoon when we were sitting there doing rehearsal, it had gone from one security guy to like seven suits hanging out and chatting. I'm like, good on you, boys. But whatevs. You know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it blew my mind, but it was just a whole lot of hurdles. Matt had a whole lot of shit to have to do. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, well, you can listen to the whole thing on. I, yeah. won't, go, I yeah. won't redo it here. But for the ICS you can listen to the whole show. thing on yeah. ICS, but the crux of it is we had three days off, and I just didn't do shit because my legs have been in bad well, shape. Good mm-hmm. for you. And so on I that. just, I really. It was a boon for you. It was, and I really. A lot of cheeseburgers, a lot of. No, mm. I didn't go too crazy. It's one of those things where I was like, <laughs> I was like, I really just need to focus on resting and not be too upset that I'm not doing anything else. And yeah, so that's what I did. I haven't had a vacation in years, so year, no, year, many years. But, yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Uh, I'll just take some time and, and not worry about it. And I played a little there bit of games go. and got a lot of toys and junk in the mail from Amazon orders that it had <laughs> and timed out nicely. And so it's good. Um, I, uh, like I said, Doom, still playing the shit out of Doom. Just that game. It's a perfect game. If you want to shoot some shit, that's a great it's game. It's a perfect game. For Which me. one? Which one? The new Doom on PS4. Okay. It's right. out of control. So good. Just so good. Uh, it's a love letter to the old ones. It's just, anyway, I had a great, great time. Very cathartic. Uh, then uh, I'm almost beating Batman. Okay. And it gets frustrating. Always. That. Batmobile bullshit is stupid. I hate the Batmobile. Yeah. They really fucked that up. 
They really fucked Why that up. Why add the vehicle to a game that... Ugh. And it, you know what I can see? Because like, I've been playing it enough now that I'm getting somewhat adept. Okay. And I can see how playtesters sitting there day in, day out go like, oh yeah, it's fine. But it's like, no, you need to put freshies on this shit every five minutes because this controls like shit and it's not fun. I didn't it's have as much fun. problem with the controls except when you get into the whole tank battle that's shit. All, but that's all it is. And... Like well, there's one particular that that really incensed me, where it's just like just wave after wave. Like you wipe out all of these, you know, mm-hmm. little things that are trying to kill you, and you're like, all right, here, oh, here comes another wave, and they're like, oh, there's still another wave coming. After three waves, you get all the way down. There's nothing to recharge your That's shield the problem. or your That's your the armor. Problem. You can't get health. so by the time you're yep. down to that third wave or you finish that third wave, yep. you're next to nothing. That fourth wave of vehicles hits, and you're just like... That's where I'm at. I take those, one uh, hit, to and I'm those dead. bombs. Yeah. yeah. It's the stupidest thing. Mm. So it's not fun. You made a not fun part of your game, a big part of your game, Rocksteady. Yeah. Don't do that again. I Rock, went ahead and Rockstar? did like everything else. Right. Rocksteady. Rocksteady or Rocksteady? Rocksteady. Two different companies. They, right. uh, they fucked that up, but it's still a beautiful game, and it's still a marvelous technical achievement on many, many levels. Yeah, yeah I mean, considering the size of the yeah. city, it's They got me for crazy. a lot of DLC, so I'm running around as Michael Keaton Batman, <laughs> having a good time. Nice. I uh, got my Julie Newmar Catwoman outfit on. I'm, I'm doing it upright. I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of that game. Now, but you mean in the game or while you're playing? In the game. Okay. Uh, while playing. Well, well in, the game, in the game, in the game, he's Michael Keaton Batman. In real life, he's Julie no, Newmar Catwoman. Right, right, gotcha. Right, right. Keep it straight. <laughs> um, and then I got to finally read a little more of the new Vader. I picked up Volume Three of Vader. Still good. Oh fuck! The, You're uh, still reading that, right, Kirsten? Holy fuck! If they could make a movie out of this, I'll tell you what. I I mean, this three. I mean, it even has like a movie page, a two page. You know, showing you like this is the what is it called? The, the crawl, the Shuntu War, or something like that. Oh. It's, there's some planet. It's called like the Shuntu War. Oh yeah, oh, doing like oh. a like a. They just do a, they a just, preamble kind yeah, of. Yeah, just 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 shows it in big letters. It's just it's just he's such a fucking badass in this thing. Yeah, they really make Vader. They really make him a badass. I tell you yeah. what, those, and they they totally it's it's those Star Wars comics are getting me so close to pulling trigger on Marvel Unlimited because well, Marvel Unlimited goes it's, you, it's a six month yeah, delay I believe okay but, but that's gonna well, be like the first well, two volumes of the first Star Wars stuff right. that came out. Well, and, I mean, if that's the thing, I mean, you know, me, I I gotta have it forever. How much is I, that? Because I want to read it again. It's like ten bucks a month or something like yeah. that. That's not a bad deal. Yeah, but. I'm still. I still haven't converted to pad reading yet. I don't have an iPad yet, um, but I'm just loving that. So that's that's what I got into a little bit. And then I found some cool action figures. I found uh, Slippy Toad at the the Toys R Us, which I was looking for. What, is, what I, is Slippy Toad? The World from? of Nintendo figures. I don't know if okay. anybody has been getting any of the World of Nintendo figures. They're reasonably priced. And I found Zelda Slippy Toad as well. from Battle Toads. No, Slippy Toad from Star Fox. Oh, okay. So I have Falco, Slippy, and Fox now. They still have to come out with Peppy. Uh, I guess he'll be the next one. But those figures, Jack Specific is doing a really good job. They're really, they're really nice figures. They're cute. Does Falco sing Dercomisar when you push his? He his does not. Paw? Oh, okay. He says, "Watch where you're fin. shooting." <laughs> yeah, he was a prick in the game. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> He's the king dick, and Slippy's the idiot. Oh, help me, Fox! Thanks. <laughs> Wow, it's close. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> fucking slippy. <laughs> fucking slippy toe. But that Star Fox sixty four is one of my all time favorite games. Period. Yeah, it's up there too. It's I probably like. It. like it's within my top five. Easily. You get three other buddies and you go dogfighting and all that. Oh, I wasn't even about. I just love playing that game by myself. It was the first thing with Rumble Pack. It was the first right, heptic feedback that you had to put on there. Yep, first heptic feedback game. But I first saw that I did not appreciate it. Oh, I'm man. like, wait, so you just you shove this in there and it vibrates? This makes no sense to me. I've been such a Nintendo <laughs> fanboy for so long. I'm just like, <laughs> sell me whatever you want, assholes. I'll buy it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I haven't bought anything with this new console generation, but they've been doing so many figures now. I've spent enough for the console. <laughs> yeah, I got they got really cool ones. Uh, yeah, they're just really cool. The world of Nintendo, they're going up price wise too. I Secondary saw the, the stuff that was on sale at Target. The uh, the amiibos were they something one mm. of those things Mm-mm. oh yeah so um uh disney phased out infinity infinity it's done ah, okay and i i lucked out hitting up a walmart the day they put those all on clearance uh targets got them for 10 bucks walmart had them for five ah. so i got the entire star wars set nice nice for like 20 bucks it was crazy yeah, they're, they're still great figures I'm, i like they're the so ones nice that I, bought I got chewie and han and that i received got the the two pack of leia and luke got vader got boba fett and yoda your math doesn't work it was a little more than 20 okay bucks. <laughs> but not much not much it was a good deal i uh ended up taking friday off and went and saw huey lewis in the news yeah harder rock and roll still beating you fun. mister yeah mm. it was a really good concert they were just absolutely having fun. They played all the hits. Only played like two new songs. Are you doing it all for your baby? <laughs> uh, they did it all for their baby. Yeah. Well, they uh, did uh, you find the harder rock and roll? Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. they opened with. Was it still beating? It was still beating. Is it actually. Small World? It's in Cleveland? They did that one too. <laughs> Is it, uh, did you call Ghostbusters? World, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Nice. Ghostbusters. Zing. <laughs> it's the, the big yeah. lawsuit. Uh, and then tonight, uh, I say, went Was saw. it just too darn loud? No, it wasn't too dark. So you only took off Friday? You didn't take a couple days off? No. Hey! God damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then tonight I went and saw Rift Tracks Live Mothra. And that I'm was so jelly. freaking hilarious. Mm. Oh my God, it was so damn funny. Yeah. As you know, we got Mothra's agent. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Ice cream social it's, it's very personal is a big, big, big part of it. Yeah. I, I wanted to see the. Well, I'll buy it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to put, um, put the it whole on DVD, thing yeah. on video out. Great. So. I'll get it. Mm-hmm. I love I And it's it. also appearing next. Well, you work on Tuesday. I was going to say, it's, they're, do. they're doing a repeat performance uh, on Tuesday, the 30th of, yeah, uh, we'll get to see of August. Yeah, so yeah, if anybody didn't yeah. catch it this week, it's again next week. Good for them. I'm Tuesday loving that they're having success. Yeah. Wait, Tuesday the 30th? Tuesday the 30th. Okay, yeah, that's week, right. Week from today. That's right. Okay. And then... Next, uh, next Tuesday. Gotcha. Then they announced <laughs> uh, for their Halloween live show, they're doing Carnival of Souls, and they showed a little clip of that. They've done that already. Uh, I, I know that they've Didn't done... Didn't they, or was that MST3K? I think they've done it in MST3K. Okay. I don't think they've done it as Rift Tracks. would be the first time. They also did a live version of uh, Manos Hands of Fate. Yeah. Right. There's a whole new set of riffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've seen that. So yeah, that Carnival of Souls is their is their Halloween one this year, and that's Rift Tracks Live, and they did like I said a little clip of it, and it looks really funny. There's a good chunk of Rift Tracks stuff on uh, Hulu, if you do a little digging. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's stuff out there. And so. speaking of the Mystery Science Theater, I, uh, this last week Frank Conniff 
released his book of essays. I think it's 25 oh, yeah. uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies that affected me in no way whatsoever. I think right. that's the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. About a third of the way through. It's a small book, but it's true Frank Conniff. Oh, I'll have to so. grab it. I mm. love his stuff. I follow him on Twitter. He's yeah. acerbic as hell. Mm. I guess his father worked in the Kennedy administration. Mm. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. Like He comes from a very political family, huh. and so he has a lot of very strong political tweets yeah yeah he's very political he's left of left as you can imagine but my boy right yeah i'm like (laughs) let's go i love it i love it what was that what's that fucking podcast he did uh he's the one that he does with john fugel saying it's not a podcast it's a live show that's on uh xm radio or sirius radio uh no this is a different one okay that uh Mm. he and a couple other people put together like uh, these radio plays oh and they're really funny Shit, I'll try and look yeah, it up. Is, I'll try and get back to yeah. It's, I'm going to run out of thrilling adventure hour eventually. Uh, they had this one. Uh, the first one I listened to was um, it was uh, Wizard of Oz post everything where uh, Scarecrow and Tin Man and the Lion were all running against each other in a political oh. race, and huh. it's really, really, really funny and that very, very, it's very topical. Um, I'll see if I can find it. His fa- uh, I just look down here and it says Frank Conniff's father was a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist and editor. Wow. Okay. Frank Maybe Conniff. he just. Uh... So they probably covered a lot of uh, nice. uh, political stuff. I'd have to look through it, but, you know, typically journalists, you know, kids of journalists tend to be. Okay, yeah. did you do anything? A little more across the board. Yeah. Uh, you besides, about, besides your. We, we teed it off. Besides, yeah, he yeah, started I know he did, it but did you do anything besides the. Uh, did I? No, no. I'm asking you. <laughs> I uh, I finished I finished Marco Polo, mm-hmm. which okay. was fun. Uh, yeah, Paul was. I saw what Paul was talking about it getting a little weird in the second season. Uh, definitely left open for the third though. So yeah, it gets weird. it's weird because it does <laughs> depart from history. And a few play, few people dying, where it's like in history they had a few years to go. So it's sort of like. Are you hmm. telling me that's not historically accurate? That show. So, well, it it it, it <laughs> does a little bit. So, but it's you know it's still fun. And Benedict Juan as Kublai Khan is, he's he's uh, he's really really great. Mm-hmm. I really did uh, like that. What else did I do? I don't. Yeah. I finished up Agents of Shield. This second last season. Night. Yeah, second uh, season. Second or third? Second. I think it's the third. Everyone, everyone has seen it, right? Agents of Shield all the way? No, it is third season. You're yeah, right. It is third, third. third season. I, I've not now. seen all the way to third, but I don't care. If okay, no, it. no. I won't for him if you just yeah, did third the second season. season. No, I did third. was third. Oh. Yeah. What did yeah. you think of the ending? I was really impressed, and this isn't really much of a spoiler. Uh, mid-season, on the third season, they establish that somebody's going to die. They establish that there's a precog, and, and uh, somebody's going to die at the end of the, of the show. And the last episode, so what you see is uh, you see the, somebody's shoulder and you see blood floating in zero G and you see a crucifix on a, on a mm-hmm. necklace floating in space. And the last episode. Uh, they really yeah. tossed that up. Oh, well. it's amazing. Yeah, it's like they're playing like, as hot potato. Everyone has. Yeah. The jacket and and the the crucifix at one point. point, but it, it was it, it was all around, subtle. Yeah. It was all subtle, like somebody that had gotten, uh, you know, locked it in, in like 
cold or something that they take the jacket off and put it around them so that's that like oh did you lose this crucifix no here i'll give it to him later here give it to me and then like, yeah just like <laughs> it's like you know cool. a character goes yeah. hey you lost this holds it up and, and it gives it back to that person so you're like oh so this person had it now they have it again and yeah. they really kept you guessing all the way yeah. to the very end all right so i found it again it's it's called pod house 90 nice pod house 90 and uh it's frank uh, Trace Beaulieu get, gets on some of these. Um, Dana Gould, J. Elvis uh, Weinstein, um, and uh, Gruber from the Higgins Boys and Gruber mm-hmm. shows. I mean, it's got a lot of really funny people. Um, and uh, the one that I was talking about, I guess there are only four episodes. The late, the last one that they did, uh, the Wonderful Pundits of Oz. It's just really, really funny. They're all, they're all, they're, they're, they're just, all very funny. That gives me four more to listen. To. That's good. Give them a listen. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe though, like they're chasing Daisy now. It could be. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. That's no. like I don't know where that fits into the whole. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm definitely interested in the next season, and and I'm interested in, interested in seeing. Uh, what is the status of Shield? Because obviously it's vastly changed in the last five minutes of the episode. Yeah. Mm. Well, they've already yeah. let slip the well, not slip, but they've already said that uh, to try to get in renewed interest is that you know there's a whole new director of Shield this year, and yeah. where, where does Coulson fit in now? You and know, are they still Ghost chasing Ghost Rider is going to be a part of it, and Ghost Rider is going to be a part of this season. Really? So yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's it's bound to be a, Nicholas Cage another hopefully. great season. No, uh, it's not going to be. Boy. <laughs> Damn Jesus. it! I, but the the whole the whole series is not disappointing as far as I'm concerned. I've enjoyed no. it all the way. Through. I've enjoyed it. I mean, I was impressed with Dalton's performance as. Uh, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Brett Dalton. Yeah, as a uh, uh, shit. The, yeah. the the big bad in this last mm-hmm. season. The Hive. Yeah, Hive. Right, Hive. right. And his his becoming that and that performance and and because the ending was really weird because after everything they've been through, he was rather phlegmatic about dying. Yeah. No. No. And it was just, it was interesting. It was almost fact, like he was like, it's about time. At Wizard something. World, they yeah. were he was talking about you know finding out that he was going to play Hive like just a couple of scripts before and uh he said so he said it was intriguing from an acting standpoint because mm, it would be you know in the first season he had to play you know the kind of by the book shield agent that turns out to be the double agent and then how how do you play that and then in that third season you know going or second season rather going through this whole you know you know he's the anti you know person that he was in the first season so he's basically the exact flip opposite and you know trying to you know take out shield and then going into the third season you know becoming hive and and only finding out beforehand a Mm. little bit before so having to literally play three different characters in three different seasons he said was a real treat as an actor yeah and uh, and he said it was just it was it was Difficult at first trying to, you know, go from that one mindset that you've been playing this character for a little bit now, and then how does that character change? And then especially with Hive, he said, because he still has the memories of uh, Ward, who have Ward. Yeah. And a whole bunch but of other people. And a whole bunch of other people, but he's a completely different entity. So it was, <laughs> it was just really uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. So. All right. Very cool. Anything else, gentlemen? I watched the first episode of... Um, Stranger Time, Stranger. 
Things. 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 Thank you. Things. What happened? What you, did your wiener get all tingly? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is. I, I recently bought a Stranger Things t-shirt now. Oh, nice. It's how on board I am. Uh, Not exactly nerdy, but I, I worked a couple of shifts uh, busking, doing caricatures on the strip. Okay. So now I have some of you guys' uh, uh, reprobates and scumbags of the strip experiences now. So. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, you're no. getting to feel the love? Oh, man. It is a Fuck humanity! <laughs> Fuck it forever! We're all doomed. Well, even yeah. I mean, we're sitting, we're working in front of the uh, Caesar's Palace fountains. There's like a row of hedges there. I know exactly. Oh, yeah. And as the sun starts, you know, as, as it gets starts getting dark, people start looking in the bushes. Like, what is that? And there's like a whole crowd looking in the bushes, and I look over and I'm like, there's something in there. And the guy who's with me goes, "Yeah, it's the rats." <laughs> there's a whole colony of rats living in there. There's, there used to be mice too. They used to run in the lower parts, but the rats ate them. Nothing draws people <laughs> to the bushes like a group of rats. Yeah, I have yeah. seen dudes straight up taking baths in that. Oh yeah, fucking yep. fountain too. I, I've, I've got I've photos of. Uh, well, let's not forget. Matt has set the high mark. Yes, he yes, has. For, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's pretty unbeast. Somebody photos. taking a dump yeah. <laughs> on the bridge. Yeah, I've yeah. got photos of a. Uh, um, of a uh, guy in the fountain uh, just picking up quarters. He's like he's like harvesting quarters. Sure. <clears throat> Why not? Yeah. They're there. She picked up. That's yeah. what they're there for. It's, it's all going Welcome to charity. Welcome to the club. Oh, it's, it, it, I, it's, it's like a friggin'. Uh, to the yeah. Matt, Kirsten, and Paul club of yeah. promotions outside I am hoping I am done with that part of my life. I hope, I so, hope too. so, too. I really feel like I've turned a corner. Yes. We'll see. My <laughs> my favorite strip experience was there was some guy walking around in a bathrobe mm. up and down the strip in front of like uh, Caesars and Bellagio, and I'm sitting here going, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" So he gets out in front of the Caesars fountains, and it's fall, so it's not it's not very warm at night, but it's not like uber cold. Okay, whips off the the bathrobe. And he's just got a speedo on, pulls out two drumsticks, and starts beating on his junk. <laughs> <laughs> and what? he's, I just, it was the most bizarre thing I ever. Had. He's playing the drums on his junk. What in quick show business? Speedo. And, and he's and, and somewhere sunglasses popped out because it's like it's literally he's wearing sunglasses. He's got this really funky smile on his face, and he is just yeah, I bet. basically in a Speedo playing the drums on his junk. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just staring at him going, I'm the like, junk drums. well, there's something you don't see every day. <laughs> One way to beat off. Yeah. So you say an Uber reminded me. The other spot we work is across the street over in front of Harris where the where the uh, ramp goes underneath. Where yeah. The little, yeah where Down to the parking garage. Right, exactly. Or well, I should say the underpass right. to... The back garage, yeah. And some of the Uber drivers and taxi drivers drop people off right there. Oh God, yeah, it's where there terrible. is no way to get to the sidewalk. You, yeah, you've got a fence. You've got a fence that's pretty hard to climb over. Wow. Or you've got the strip to walk along in the middle of the traffic with no sidewalk at all. That's terrifying. It's like apparently they're trying to kill the passengers. I always, I, I'm always amazed when I see somebody that is walking down like the middle of the of the strip because mm -hmm. in in many places there's no sidewalk access nope. if you're on the street like i mean just like you were saying there's fences around there so there's there's just no way to get onto the sidewalk unless you take the pedestrian bridges but somehow they get over the walls and the giant hedges and everything and they run across the street yep 
I did one time though see a guy uh, run from. It had just started raining. He literally runs across Las Vegas Boulevard from the Flamingo towards the Caesars Fountains. And there's a lot of obstacles between there, and not the least of which is uh, in the middle of the road. They have this big uh, fence in between all the trees. Mm -hmm. So he had to somehow jump over that fence, dodge all this traffic, runs over, finally gets to the sidewalk on the Caesar side of the strip, and then face plants towards the fountains (laughs) because the pavement was wet. And I'm just sitting here going, oh, my God. I'm thinking, I'm like, am I going to have to pull up my cell phone and call for an ambulance? It's he got up and then ran off. So I was just like, I guess he's okay. It's it's frogger but, larping. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was, I'm sitting here going, I'm like, this guy's going to die. He's, he's running across the street. He's dodging. He's weaving in and out of cars. Some of them don't the make it. Rain is pouring down. And, you know, people on the strip don't drive very well anyway because they're looking at Ooh, all yeah. the spectacle. They don't Preach. watch the road. But. Just right across, which is the, why we've got bridges and why we got fences yeah. keeping people from crossing the road. They don't. But, uh, they don't get it. Yeah. They're like, how, "How do I get over there?" Oh well, I, I could go over to that bridge or a taxi, like I do in my the city I come from. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's like, and it, it, it ever try to explain to somebody why they can't get picked up on the street? I'm like, it's illegal for them to pick up on Lost Boy or drop Bar. off. <laughs> yeah, they have to go to the taxi stands at the various properties. Why can't they just pick me up on the street? And I'm like. Because it's illegal. And it just They just don't get it. Mm. Go back to New York City if you want yeah. that. But anyway, yeah, All fun right. stuff. A little business before we get some emails. Oh, uh, boy. No, no, business is good. All uh, right. First off, with the book club, uh, we're st- still talking about uh, the Mamatas book, uh, I Am Providence. Uh, but we are also starting to choose the book for next month. So if, if you're a book club member, get on the Facebook page and uh, nominate something for the book. I'll create a... Uh, a, a poll, and we'll all decide together what we read next. And as and I also want to throw out there really quick uh, the Thomas for creating the Otter Otter Torgo song you heard at the beginning. <laughs> uh, he created a video to go along with it. It is absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And now they've mentioned the otters. Are you going? Have you have you followed that part today or no? Uh, that happened just before the show, not that long okay. beforehand. Oh, the otter stuff's getting Apparently out of control. Apparently the... Uh, the shock monkeys voted like officially to make the otter the official animal of the shock monkeys lair. Overruled. <laughs> Overruled. What happened to the monkey? Uh-huh. As yeah. you say that, Jeff Harris said, "We are the monkeys. The otter is our mascot." There you go. That is it. I'm with that it. Nailed it. I'm with it, dude. You're the monkey, and it makes and it, it makes the kind of sense this show does <laughs> that an otter <laughs> is the mascot for the monkeys. Yeah. It really does. I agree. Now, a monkey wearing an otter shirt? Who the mm. fuck has that? There are plenty of people that got monkey mascots. Well, we have monkey otter... mascots that are that we have otter mascots embraced by monkeys. Yes, I love it. That's so a you said an states. otter wearing a monkey T-shirt. Is a monkey wearing an otter t-shirt. A monkey wearing an otter t-shirt. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll be the next uh, That's utterly thing ridiculous. That, that either Pat or Ace will put up there. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> well, wow. I was 50% right. Because <laughs> about a year ago, when the whole shock monkeys thing was adopted, I did say, eventually, the monkeys will be dropped. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And they're shock monkey otters. No, no. The, my otter's the mascot. 
Right. They are still I, the shock monkey. I think That's if right. the shocker, if shockers didn't mean what it means, we would have been shockers a long time ago. <laughs> True. Mm. Oh, give me a it's fucking like, break. It's like the name <laughs> That's of why we didn't adopt shocker because, <laughs> oh my goodness, we don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> well, it's because we because don't want to be associated with Dane Cook. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it was. I thought, I thought the one he's, that originated. No, he's super he's Sufi. The super finger. I just always think shocker when I think Dane Cook. Well, I guess I, I, Opie and Anthony are more the shocker. Uh, okay, well, I Opie and Anthony. They so. they, they adopted it, but uh, it. it oh, they ado- oh, I'm so glad I got home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that in every frat in the goddamn country. Yeah, right. Right there, there, that's there it is. And also, we were sent this by Scoopo Steve for those following the Geek Shock AV Club. Uh, dear Geek Shock Intergalactic Headquarters, sheep, uh, sheepish, that's so fun to say, Sheepish Scoop and I have selected Scoop. Colossus, the Forbin Project, for this week's Audio Video Club Virtual Gathering. Sheepish has a primo server, so simultaneous chat and viewing now. Uh, the announcement's already up on the UCS subreddit. We had at least 33% increase in chat viewing participation last week over previous week. And you can find out more about the great 1970 film Colossus, The Forbin Project, and the horrid book it was based on at uh, Scoop of Steve's blog. That's a probesearch.blogspot, as well as scattered around the interwebs. Mm. You can view, view the film at your leisure there, too, or at archive.org. Colossus is a defensive supercomputer that finds its mirror in the Soviet Union. When they are connected, circuit switch network, not that newfangled packet switching interweb stuff, Colossus starts killing people for not doing what it says. Check the Ugly Couch Show subreddit for details and openings. Fucking you in the fucking face. Scoop O. Steve. Badass. I think I saw that when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I saw that a few times. I almost want to say that was a Mystery Science Theater at some point. But I'm not positive. Might have been. May have been. It mm. sounds real familiar it may have been, to that. yeah. So awesome. It's like, that's a fun one. I love the little... Side projects everybody's putting up and putting yeah. together. It's great. It's beautiful. I, mm-hmm. It means a hell of a lot. It's really nice. Good job, guys. So we'll go on to true emails. All right. My most esteemed potentates of geek shockery and ugly couchness. I write to you this day bearing semantics questions of a most extreme and vital nature upon which I believe the very fate of the world may rest. Hmm. Naturally, given the gravity of what lies at stake, I write to you gentlemen, as you are surely the utmost authority on such matters, what is the tipping point cutoff number at which one stops having things and becomes a collector of things? If I had four comic books, I would not be able to refer to myself as a collector of comic books and be taken seriously by anyone, but if I had a few thousand, surely most people would say, oh, that wonky bastard collects comics. So where between four and a few thousand is this magical mystery arbitrary number? Also, does the distinction not rest upon quantity, but rather intent? What if I had just purchased and read the first two Anne McCaffrey Pern series books and fully resolved myself to purchasing the rest of the series? Do I become a collector of the series at that point? Or must I first actually accumulate a certain amount of the series to make the cutoff? And what is the raw number or based on percentage? Or might it per- perhaps be more based on how much of financial investment one has made towards given the endeavor thus far? How do we quantify the collecting of things versus the mere state of owning a few things? It may be that perhaps this is a rather unimportant thing to be concerned about, but for a person who strives to be honest and exhibit the utmost integrity by always attempting to represent themselves to others honestly and factually, this is a key point. 
I very much look forward to your responses to this matter. The fate of the world, or at least my world, rests on your shoulders. Thank you for your favor, the Thomas. I'm going to say that's a number that's really variable, and a lot of it depends on what's being collected. For instance, I have a collection of paintings of redheads that I realized was a collection when I got to about three or four. I just picked up a painting by an artist I liked, and then I won another painting by somebody else. And suddenly I realized I had three or four paintings of redheads. I'm like, well, apparently that's a collection. And then I started looking at art I liked and also sort of keeping an eye towards redhead paintings. Sure. And I, I think he hit it on the head with the word intent. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of it. Because if let's say you let's go to that example of the four comics. Mm-hmm. Those four comics you could say somebody represents the beginning of my comic book collection. Yeah. Well if it's action number one <laughs> Yeah. Uh, four times. Right. And fa- you know, right. uh, amazing fantasy number what was that? Number nineteen? Fourteen. 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 Right. Fifteen. So if it's, Fifteen. 15. Right. So if it's like a couple of those you're a fucking diehard collector. Yeah. It's exactly it's intent. Do you have two Moai statues? You're a collector. I think it's the difficulty <laughs> with which there, to obtain. That's, that's my point. It's the effort you put into getting it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, if if there's a lot of focus and effort, then you're a collector. Yeah. For instance, I mean, if, you, if got- you don't ever throw out your newspapers back in the days when we had them. That doesn't hey, mean hey, you're, hey. you're a collector of newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hoarder. You're, you're, that just means your livelihood that, is dying fast, Andy. We're sorry. That, that just means that you know newspapers are coming to you. Sure. But if you're going out and finding specific issues, specific ones, and you're looking for specific stories or articles by specific people, then all of a sudden I think you're a collector. Yeah, I think there you go. It's, it's difficulty and it's curation. Right, if you got four or five thimbles from different places in a drawer somewhere, eh. But you get the little rack up and put up all your thimbles from 50 states up. That's a collection. Then you recreate the story of Everest. (laughs) The greatest Mr. Show sketch. (laughs) My second favorite Mr. Show sketch. If you haven't seen the story of Everest, go online right now and watch Mr. Show, the story of Everest. And lose your fucking mind. (laughs) God, that's the best fucking thing. And like the uh, the Pern the Pern novels, you know, you can show someone your collection of Pern novels, but I think it truly becomes a collection when you start searching out like first editions, mm-hmm. limited edition pressings, that sort of thing. Right. Like uh, like Brian Keenan, I'm a fan of his stuff. I not only collect his books, I also collect limited edition runs of some of his books. Mm-hmm. So it's the only author I do collect, and no other author would I say in my book collection of books do i have a book collection of mm-hmm. yeah to use andy's example i would say he became a collector of redhead paintings when he decided oh this is a collection i'm right. becoming a collector yep and i collect too many things and i have a collection of collections that's yeah. true <laughs> well you you yeah. can see the ugly couch show background the set is a collection what of shit yeah there we go all sorts of crazy shit it's a collection of collections yes yeah because mm-hmm. you might want got my, some themes yeah there are things like there are things we only have like one piece of like a particular property but it might be something that we were passionate about or yes, it's, that, it's, that it represents col- to you what that that ip is sure mm-hmm. a collection of and, passions of geek yeah I was visiting an older gentleman who had was showing me his various uh, DVD Balls. sets. He had. <laughs> that too. Walking right into that one. Yeah. I oh, visited was... an older gentleman. Yes. He showed me his various balls. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, were, he... they were low. I'll wait. 
<laughs> they were like, well, you'll be waiting a while. They were mm-hmm. like, low hanging fruit. Oh, low hanging raisins. <laughs> oh. This chicken skin bean bag slowly grazed my forehead oh, God. Uh, as he squatted over my prone body. I, of course, stayed perfectly still. Of course, because the slightest movement would send him into a fit of passion. Which would probably kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he dragged his testicle sack over my nose and across my lips, I felt its pendulous weight bobble as it flopped over my chin and onto the waddle of my neck. Then oh. he draped it down across my chest, my bare chest, for I had been napping on the couch without my shirt on. Wow, well, this is a limber old man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the old man kept creeping down, <laughs> dipping his balls closer and closer to my belly button, where he stopped and slowly let them sit there. He tried his best to let them fall into my belly button crevasse. Professor Biggs, you taking notes? Mm. <laughs> Smell the belly got, button. Speaking of... He, fancy he let, he let the... <laughs> Speaking of big old oh, man, uh, we're talking about his <laughs> He let the, the oh. scent of, of belly button and ball sack blend oh, together. God, <laughs> belly such, ball sack in such a delicious way. His testicle hairs adding to the collection of lint in my hungry hole. <laughs> That's your hungry hole. <laughs> And here I thought he was going to talk about the literary Balzacs. So oh. um, <laughs> While we're on the subject of Professor oh, Biggs oh, here. Oh, oh, yes. And, uh, and Ugly Couch Show intellectual properties, uh, I have to commend him on his uh, Forrest Whitaker in Hey, Hey, Why, The Last Testament of Fat Albert, mm, <laughs> Ugly Couch beautiful. Show production poster. That is terrific. It that is really nice is good. <laughs> it's a really good picture. It's a good Photoshop. So this um, guy had a bunch of videos, videos and DVDs. <laughs> you didn't help the story, Andy. <laughs> it's, it's, you just got to power through, I know. Andy. It's that episode of Different Strokes. Where <laughs> oh, no, we had that. You where, fucking had that shit. Oh, of what? Course what? That's the thing. The collection was not. It was collections of stuff that I would never have thought you'd collect. Like, he had like the whole run of Hill Street Blues. He had, on VHS? Yeah, on, on DVD. Okay. And he had like notebooks, line notebooks with all the stuff he needed and all the stuff he had and the check marks in it. So that's when I was, I was very aware that that was a collection as opposed to just a guy who was filling his house with DVDs. So he was collecting DVDs, but he was collecting run-of-the-mill network yeah, shows. Yeah, it was a lot of like stuff <laughs> that I was like, well, why, why would you want that? Well, Hill Street Blues? Hill Street Blues is classic. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was a, a Different trendsetter. Strokes. Different Strokes. Not so classic. Oh, it's classic. Oh, it's got some moments. No, it's classic. Mm. No, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Because the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. I watched a lot of it. Don't mm. get me wrong. <laughs> we actually had a... Uh, I was Arnold age when that came out. So. What's his right? name? Well, we had a Todd Bridges... <laughs> I did a Todd Bridges of Madison County joke on oh, wow. Ice Cream Social. Nice. I was on an elevator yeah. with him recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that the, the one that plays the sister worked at like a, uh, yeah. a dry cleaner here in town? Yeah. Uh, she, she the was... dry cleaner less than a block away. Oh, oh that's oh, really? Yeah. That she robbed. No, no. She she robbed the video store that oh, was okay. nearby. Then, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. And I saw her a show, and I saw her a show at the real. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, Dana Plato. Yeah. I always love the opening of different strokes that was set to that ominous, oh, yeah. creepy music where they kind of established that a white guy going up, picking up two black boys and taking them to his penthouse <laughs> is really kind of skeevy. Well, that was the whole Not thing. Not going to fly these days. Gordon Jump eventually got uh, Dudley back to his place and st- stuck him in the bathtub and dressed him up so we were playing Nemo, King of the Sea. And... uh 
or, or what was he called? Yeah, I don't, I don't no, know. What, what, Poseidon, king of the sea, and he had him half naked in a bathtub. And, okay, here's where you're throwing people off. It's Dudley. Who is Dudley? Dudley is uh, Arnold's best friend. Okay. So oh. he's, talk, he's talking about the child abuse episode that Gordon Dunn oh, okay. played a child abuser. I don't think I ever saw it, but I know it by its no. reputation. It's creepy. But it's also ridiculous by today's And standards. Gordon Jump was the... Um, the Maytag man. Okay, yeah. I think WKRP. The, the That's what I was thinking. WKRP. That's, okay, yeah. I, I knew I knew the name. I was trying to put a face to it. The only episode of Different Strokes I remember is where they're trying to be Ghostbusters. That's the only one I remember. I don't remember that one. I remember the one way late in the run where the new kid was there. The redheaded kid? Yeah, he's part of that Ghostbuster one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because they were doing all kind of bullshit. Yeah, it was late season. It was all... Um, well, wave past they, the shark. Where they oh, met, yeah. They met Kit. What? They, they met, met Kit? Kit, the yeah. Knight Rider car don't, and shit, and David Hasselhoff. Don't know that one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I'm going to have to watch them all now. No, they're terrible. <laughs> Dixie Carter was in it. Don't you point. have it on the shelf over there somewhere? I, I think swear I, you I have where Dixie Carter's from? Season really? one. I did get season one. She started, not that Dixie Carter. Oh, okay. That was confusing to me, too. When I kept hearing Dixie Carter bought TNA, I'm like, what? Designing women done fell out. It's a whole different lady running TNA. hey All right. Next email, gentlemen and Paul. Oh, wait, you know, first, a a PS from the Thomas. I forgot this is here. Whose cock do I have to treat like a goddamn ecto-cooler? Andy. To get the Ugly Cow Show website bio page updated. Andy. In his current no, state, it is me, actually. He's like a halfway of who's who of people I've never heard of and ignores two folks that I've heard every week for at least the past two years. Assuming your work, words ring true and you have at least one new listener for every episode, then that means there's over 100 shock monkeys who may go your whole website and find themselves looking at a bio page that's more out of date than an elephant and a man's plenty of fish account. I have it on the list. I'll you get have to a lot of things week. to do? Yeah, all right, I'll good. Well, I week. read this as a reminder, you two, to get the bios yes. to me that I asked for you. Myself. Aha! Oh, it's me. So, so just that's so you know, the problem. Yeah. We have actually been working on this for over a year. <laughs> you know what? We need to establish a new rule. So I'm, it's, it's a humiliation. <laughs> if oh, new if rule. your bios... You don't think I'm humiliated enough? <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to get a new one. If the bios are not in by X... We yeah, write them. Written by Lud mm. Miller. Oh. Well, that, that's you know what? Fun. I kind of want to I kind of want to see I you guys write my bio. I, <laughs> do I get six weeks like Paul did? Or? Can, you're going <laughs> to be like Canadian. You had six weeks. See, that's nah. the trick. The trick is you have <laughs> exactly. to set up your own limit first, but you have to be quick on it, man. Yeah. You can't be just, you can't be just waiting. I'll do it this week. I, have, sure. I just checked today. I've sold over 180 copies of uh, Long Distance. Yes. Wow. Yeah. On That's iTunes. terrific. Yeah. And then you spent all that money trying to. Yes, you try, it try, come. trying to uh, win Star oh, Trek cards. Uh, I did cards. spend that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Anne said this money is mine because she just watched you do that. Dave and Buster's <clears> ate <throat> my soul the other week, but it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Stupid Star Trek machine making noises that I like. <laughs> that was really that was wow. really seventy percent of it. Going, was it a ticket machine? No, it's one of those that squishes the, the coins. Oh, it actually pushes oh, the coins forward, and you aim and shoot the coins, and you try and move it, and then it. But oh. it also has it has coins, it had chips, and it had cards. I was so and lucky. stuff would get so close to the edge and be like, oh fuck, it's gonna go, and it finally would go. I just need to get bones, and I've got a, a pack of all of them that'll give me 2,000 cars, 2,000 tickets. Yeah, I was I, so I lucky a- I saw those at a thing called the Fun Expo 
which was a uh, oh, I love the Fun Expo. Yeah, yeah, I used to go to that. Okay, I was at the Fun Expo, which was how would you describe it? It's like it's like it is a convention for people that run small amusement parks. Yes. So, so we, two we machines went, and small rides. We went as aliens one year. Ah, terrific. We I <laughs> Barry. Oh no. Barry went as Dr. Vlarg down the Titanic slide. Nice. <laughs> they had one of those half sunk Titanics as a slide. Yeah, yeah. And he Cre- ran up. Creepiest the, attraction ever. He took his boots off and went up and ran on that fucking thing. I laughed. Oh my god. God, it was funny. <laughs> we did some I have Did I you have Paul tickets. laugh or did you Voha laugh? I Voha laughed. Nice. I have I have pictures of me and Barry from that day. They did. They had photo booths. And oh we did, wow! We did photo booths of Boha and Barry. <laughs> that's Boha and Vlarg. It was fucking funny. Wow, that was great. a fucking day. So yeah. So they explained to you how it's a rigged setup. Well, Is that what they did? Oh, yeah. they, it's, they, it's rigged. They yeah. showed me the machine, very much like the one you're describing with the things you aim and stuff. Yes. And then gave me a bucket of uh, tokens to play with. Yeah. And I went through that bucket in about 10 minutes and said, this is genius because it feels like I can win every second. And I, I just went through a bucket without winning. Yeah. It's like, well, did you not win or did you win? I did not win. Oh, yeah. Did you really not win? Think about what you won. <laughs> did you point. have fun uh, not a ton but it have was... you ever felt that close to being a winner in your life <laughs> <laughs> ow, yeah. ow. Absolutely, yeah. ow. <laughs> you tell them angle they don't but know I, that's about. the appeal for me it's like every moment you could win and you mm, feel like yeah. oh I'm almost a winner yeah it's funny how that thing is rigged like the little paddles that push them forward they push it like they they're on a slight incline, so right. it typically slides pushes the quarter up back, over the top of the forward, pile. Back. Um, the actual edge, the lip is is tilted up a little bit too, oh, so yeah. that it's not. So yeah, let, it's, let me, it's let me ask crazy. You this. When you're playing it, are you playing it one coin at a time? I didn't realize you needed to put in multiple things to get more. So yeah. I kept doing one shot at a time. Yeah. I spent way more than I should oh, have yeah. for a while until I figured out. It to, I mean. There is a way to like overwhelm it. That's exactly. I did. That's exactly it. You have to have like two people there shoving coins in every. That's orifice. well. It's only one. It's only one. Oh thing. my god! <laughs> but what expo did you go to? I'm not the only Holy. one. There was another guy Let's there. Say, who was I felt playing. like a winner. There was another guy there who was playing as much, if not more, than me, and we were trading cards and having a big old time. It was fucking great. I was that's just true. nerding out, man. Yeah. Nerding the fuck out. And. uh I'm going to go back again at some point. If you're getting joy, by all means, spend money on whatever gives you that joy. That's exactly uh, it. That yeah. was Dave & Buster's. Okay. Yeah. The brand new Dave & Buster's. And then, unfortunately, Ann put our fucking mugs through the oh. through the dishwasher and the stickers came off. No. no. Now they're just plain old Pilsner glasses. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn it. Did they have your pictures on them or something? No, no, no. Just Dave & Buster's. Just you said know. Dave and Buster's special. Yeah, that shit's getting cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. Well, they're they're I, all the, the the etching, unless it's like etched into the glass, it's all it's hand wash only. I mean, they yeah. Dude, most of I those say that. I bought a yeah. silver surfer glass from Ralph's years ago. Oh yeah, I washed it once. Fuck and it Ralph. Started peeling on the. Uh, <laughs> no, edges. it does. Mm. It does. Yeah. The, nah, no, fuck Ralph. No, he's <laughs> the best. Ralph's the best. But uh, that I was just like, God damn it! I uh-huh. mean, oh great. I've got a silver surfer glass I can never, ever use again. No, you can. You just don't have to wash it. Right. There. Problem solved. Lots yeah. of water. Drink Boy. water. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then, just, just, just wash the inside. Yeah, <laughs> rinse the inside with ammonia and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take my advice. Clean it with the power cosmic. 
I still, I still want to keep. Pull, I want to pull the trigger on that, uh, that 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 uh, DVD set. That place I go to, I offer. They got the deals, yo. Oh, they got the fake fucking deals. So tempted to buy that series. Which series? The '90s Silver Surfer cartoon. Okay, it's really good. Oh, but I watch it on YouTube all the time anyway. So it's is fine. it really? Oh. It's, did you never see it? No. Oh, dude, you got to no. jump on YouTube, dude, yeah. right now. Silver Surfer oh, cartoon, right YouTube. You will love it. Do it. Go ahead, right now. It's real. No, well, it's, wait. It's real. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Your phone's right there. Actually, we should do it right now. No, we won't. You should do it. Absolutely not. It's great. Don't don't even. It goes oh, and the while whole... you're on YouTube. Also, do a search for. <laughs> Actually, there, there is goes. something I do want you guys to watch. What? Oh boy, here we go. Remember Vernon's gaseous anomalies video? Yes. Yeah. A masterwork in editing because he does a beautiful job editing in the farts and Star Trek scenes. He got me last week to pull up the inspiration for that because apparently back in the days before digital, before YouTube, there was a videotape that actually would float around. Yeah, people would pass around, and it was called Farting Preacher. And there's this. Oh yes, Tilton. Uh, yes, and this guy. Yeah. That's and a classic. A oh viral. my Christ! That was some funny shit. Because that guy one. really does yes, really wow. If you get a chance, folks, uh, fart do a preacher. search yeah, for fart farting preacher, and it comes up. Is it uh, uh, Vernon actually Reverend just posted Tom. something in reference to this eight minutes ago? <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's because they're connected to the brain. We know yeah, this already. Yeah. I, I'm going to read the post because it's actually kind of funny. He says, so I thought I had a fractured rib due to strenuous activity lately, <laughs> debilitating and stabbing pain in my rib cage. That's... Turns out instead that I strained several intercostal muscles recently by laughing too hard while being overweight, <laughs> which means, Kirsten, that until I lose about 20 pounds, we can't watch any more Pastor Gas or Torrent Sky remix videos on YouTube. Yeah, I also had him watch the Torrent Sky uh, Tourette's guy. Um, okay. Uh, remix. <laughs> that remix. remix. Is so good. And Vernon <laughs> laughed so hard he was hurting. Yeah. He, he actually. Is that that fuck fuck yeah, fuck? Yeah. fuck. <laughs> that one is. Yeah. That one is super good. Oh, he was actually begging for me to turn it off, and, 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 and he eventually hit the point where he couldn't breathe. You fuck, broke Vernon. Fuck, yeah, fuck, I broke fuck, Vernon. Fuck, oh man. Fuck, actually, he spelled Tourette's wrong. Yeah. Well, that that one's really. Way to funny. call him out. The uh, <laughs> oh the shock monkey lit universe you just called him out. I like the one with the Street Fighter uh, sound effects put to the crazy uh, preacher the Holy Rollers where they're knocking people over with jackets oh, and shit. Oh god, that's really that's a really that's funny a one, one too. There's a lot of really funny stuff out there. All right, next email. It's kind of a serious question, but uh, we've never really touched this much, so okay. I'm, I'm curious, gentlemen and Paul. You guys are great. You have introduced me to areas of consumer geekery that previously was unknown to me. While listening to your podcast, I occasionally jot down references of books, games, comics, TV shows, and movies that you recommend, and I want to and I want to add most to my wish lists. The reason I am emailing today, as I value your opinions, is one principal question that may divide geeks along the D and D alignments of good and evil. What is your view on piracy? So here's some questions to think about. Have you ever consumed pirated material? Yes. Simple yes or no. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 As artists, what are your views on piracy? 
if a work <sighs> for me is not available on DVD, I will often try and find it on DVD through nefarious means. <laughs> However, if and when that then does become an official release, I will snatch up that official release. Yes. Nine times out of ten. And the fact that there's a lot of weird pirated shit on YouTube mm-hmm. lets me see weird shit that I'd never seen. And then I go and buy that shit for real. Yeah. Like the Rambo cartoon. Right. You remember how much I've been crazy with the sure, Rambo now cartoon? It's out. I bought every fucking season of the Rambo cartoon. Six discs. Yeah. You but know, you would not. You would have forgotten never, about otherwise. I would have been like, yeah. whatever. But it got, it got hype on YouTube. And I bought it because I was like, this is a fucking great show. It's stupid as hell. It's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm shaking my head. It's I'm so good, Matt. You got you to give it some depth. You got to give it his day in court. Yeah. It's really good to sleep to, at least. I there don't know. There you go. It's good to sleep to, Matt. I'm with Paul on this because uh, there are lots of things from our childhood that are just not available anymore. And perhaps somebody recorded something and, you know... They're offering it up, you know, available to download. And just like Paul, if there's a legitimate copy out there, I'll seek it out and find it because I want a good copy. Because some Certainly. some of the download, you know, pirated copies aren't the greatest quality. But, you know, it is technically piracy because, you know, somebody holds that copyright and you're essentially illegally downloading it. But it's not available anywhere. So and then just like him, if it becomes available later on, I do go out and buy it. Um, Huge case in point when it comes to piracy. The way Mystery Science Theater stayed relevant in its early days was share the tapes. Yes. Videotape mm-hmm. this and spread it around. Copy the fuck out of it. Spread it like wildfire. Sure. They're all about it. And I feel there's that same ethos with podcasting. We're not putting a price tag on this stuff. Sure. We're putting it out there to be used, reused, da 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 da. You want to get real deep on this whole piracy stuff? Check out some of the stuff Joseph Gordon Levitt has to say about it all. He's like, hack the planet, copy mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. Re, remix, remash. Interesting perspective. And I think there's some merit to that. But Mystery Science Theater is a really interesting example because now, you know. 17 years later, 18 years later, it's the most successful Kickstarter because so many people enjoyed so much free awesome from them for so long and felt the need to give back and were able to give back and promised an official release. Sure. Right. And you know? Shout Factory is doing a fine penny on stuff that is very available to many people. Right. All those Mystery Science Theater compilation discs that they're putting out are still easy to get on YouTube, but... If you're like me and you're a collector, you want to get the actual hard copy, legit release. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, where I draw the line, in, and this is a perfect example, um, at work the other day I was talking about Sausage Party uh, to one of my coworkers, and I said, it's a really hilarious film, you should go check it out. He goes, yeah, when I get home, I'll go look it up on my little uh, pirate box and see if I can find it. And I'm like, just go see it in the theater. He goes, well, I don't know if I want to pay my money to go see that yeah, because that I can't get I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it's going to be that good. And I said, I'm telling you, it's hilarious. A friend of mine also saw it, saw it said it was hilarious. 
you know, give, give and then uh, later on we got into this whole discussion about movies and you know theaters and how you know theaters really don't make a lot of money off of box office sales concessions where they, they make their money etc. of the fucking popcorn boxes. Well, my view is on but, it. I've seen but, some. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I no, I was just saying. Ultimately, it's like if it's something that I want to see, I'm more than willing to go pay uh, for that ticket to see it. I'm or if it's. If I'm on the fence about it, I wait till it either comes out on Netflix, it's available for rent, etc., and I'll watch it legitimately. See, I so sit in my... I sit in the uh, moral crap ground here. I I don't particularly care for piracy, but I've got a friend that burns me CDs of DVDs of relatively recent movies sometimes and hands them to me, and I'm like, oh, thanks, and I right. occasionally watch them, and I feel weird about it, but uh, I still watch them. And uh, I, I just, you know, I'd like to get money to the creators, but uh, yes, that's what is and it, it's a no. bigger, it's a much bigger deal on things like comic books and things like, uh, and, you know, small creators and stuff. Yes. When it gets to a giant corporation, there's enough swap there that I don't feel as bad. To a but, point, but, but yeah, it's but still, it's still yeah. yeah, I try. I very little of what I have is pirated. Very little. Yeah, coming um, from the land of the pirates, can, can, Canada is well known to be like the number one leader in pirate multimedia stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen so much shit in the theaters where I leave and I'm like, what the fuck did I just spend? Right. So I'm like, whatever. I'm going to pirate whatever and I'm going to see what I want in the theater. And I will go to the theater all the time. I'm a cinema aficionado, I guess. Mm-hmm. You do see that. a lot of movies. Yeah, I see a ton of movies. So in a way, I give back, but I also, I've seen so much shit that I'm, I can see why there's so much piracy there's, going that's, on. And see, that's another argument too that... Come up with original this ideas. Is, this is something that... that uh, the player one podcast guys talked about a little bit too is in respect to video games, particularly that unfinished bullshit. Yeah. Well, mass consumers, if you're, if you're like us and you get a lot of this shit, you might find yourself downloading something that's not done or trying to sneak a peek on uh, Twitter or not Twitter, but Twitch. Mm -hmm. Like I watched some no man's sky stuff a week before it was out. Right. Is that piracy? Okay, but somebody pirated it, and I got to watch it. Right. The, the, well, but was it pirated or was you, he you a watching it? Is not piracy, but him playing viewer. it is piracy. Right, but still, like, but you benefited from. But it. I benefited from it. But and I and it and but like sometimes that kind of thing will push a sale. Like all the fucking Dark Souls that I've watched on Twitch. Sure. I bought stupid Bloodborne, and I've played the first five minutes of it for about an hour. Because I can't beat that fucking wolf in that first room. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that game is stupid. Ugh, I want to um, get back to it, but that's when I need more so room. You're in my a heart major game. consumer, whereas I'm I dabble, and so it's a bigger deal for me. I think. Right, 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 right. So that, sure. but that's the difference. And do do the things that you pirate once in a while lead you to a legit purchase? Sure. If that's the well, case, I, I will say that because you know it's not a secret that I used to be pushing to be a musician once upon a time in my life right uh and i was doing that at the time but the rise of napster uh-huh. and all that mm-hmm. and saw where that was going and so on. i'm like i'm like this is going to fall apart real fast and i was not wrong <laughs> there's music no yeah. the music industry music. is falling apart horribly yes musically i find a lot of what i listen to these days on youtube Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I do buy stuff that I've listened to on YouTube because I want to have the whole album. Yeah, and well, I'm I'm weird because I'm old. I'm, I'm old and I like hearing the whole album. I like sure, hearing all but the songs. I'm weird and I'm old. I like buying CDs. Yeah. See, there's something to be said for that whole drug dealer mentality. You know, the first taste is free, and mm. then you charge them. So 
some of the major corporations have got that uh, that notion where they'll offer you a couple of free tracks to download online and then you go oh this is really good and then you buy the full album etc which was kind of the study that was done around the time uh that the napster lawsuit was going on now the ria completely ignored this this research but they showed that many people who were pirating you know individual tracks of an album once they found out that they liked it would go sure. buy that album. So and, and Neil Gaiman says something similar thing. about yeah. the the writers that are getting that some of his stuff gets discovered and then they later will buy his books or whatnot. I uh, uh, one one thing that I, I do agree with piracy on and a lot of writers feel this way about it is that if it's something you already own that you have purchased, like let's say you bought the physical book, then okay I know Scalzi has this kind of thought that they don't care so much that you download a digital version of something that you bought already right that's the whole thing with game emulation yeah and you know the reason that i'm okay with piracy in a way is because especially in video games a lot of times that shit's gonna just go away that yeah, yeah that's now a museum for many things yeah. right and yeah. that's the same thing is happening with a lot of television shows and all that kind of stuff so i'm like go for, i mean you know yeah share I'm, the I'm, tape, spread as, it. as far as that stuff as what was used to be called abandonware mm-hmm. which yeah. is video yeah. games that People still hold copyrights, but there is absolutely no way of getting a hold of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not serious because I, there are albums I've bought on eight track uh, You're vinyl. Sold. Yes, eight track <laughs> vinyl cassette and then CD. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten any that I've actually bought us on just MP3s. On top of that, but the person who said he wouldn't spend his money, he wasn't sure he'd spend his money. Would he have spent his money if piracy was not available? And that's that's one thing the uh, RIAA counts and in, in the and right. in the film industry counts is like look at all these people these ticket sales that we lost because and that people, guy probably wasn't going to yeah, go to the yeah movie that's anyway. that's exactly the point is it's not is a lost ticket in a lot of, of the, those it's, of yeah it's biggest, not a lost sale one of the biggest arguments I've heard that I actually had a problem with is they were talking about Game of Thrones being pirated in Australia. Because the season opener it's was like coming out three weeks later, three weeks later than the rest of the Good world. God. Mm. How can they? And, and the way the internet works, you've, you've lost. <laughs> and they, they downloaded in Australia. Spoiler. And somebody actually fucking was like, now if they'd paid 99 cents for those 4 million downloads, that's money we could have to make. And it's like, dude, chances are very good those people already paid for that episode. Because the chances are they are Game of Thrones watchers who have paid their Aussie cable subscription for HBO. And that cable provider paid HBO. And HBO paid for Game of Thrones. So the money was already paid. It goes yeah. back to my whole, I already bought this somewhere else. So Exactly. Right. So the fact that you're releasing it three weeks, they're just pirating what they have already purchased to get it three weeks early. Yeah. So... Those arguments I don't have a lot of sympathy for because a lot of piracy talk is really – there is some because yeah. Napster did transform the music industry. But a lot of piracy talk is just about corporate control over content. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's a lot of I, – I, I'm not sympathetic to you not having absolute total control. 
It's like you make your art, you put it out there. At some point, it become it is free, not in the the monetary sense, but in the sense of it is out there and it the, is floating around in the ideas yeah. realm. And, yeah, I mean, it's and the, like and the copyright laws as they are now are criminal. Right, and people yeah. are ta- people have even talked about there's absurdities with like uh, books being resold and and certain attitudes towards. What, how, how, you know, can you resell a book and should you be able to and stuff like that? And it's just like you're entering into a realm of insanity at that point. So I'm not, that's one of the reasons I'm not terribly, like you mentioned abandonware. It's like people who are holding on to copyrights and not doing something with it. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You you know, uh, you're not doing anything with it. Word. Then uh, then you're going to get what you're going to get. Paul's solution to the monetary pri- piracy generally which is make content really easy for people to get a hold of. Yeah. That's, that's they it. will pay the money yeah, if it's you make true. it easier, yep. not mm-hmm. worse. That's and it. Scalzi is one of those authors who's anti-DRM. I think yeah. I yes. think everything digital of his it's now a, that's especially rampant within the video game conversation of this thing too. It's like you fucks, if you would make this stuff way easier to get, these problems go away. Your DRM, yeah. you're putting yep. up, a, you have you have punished people who bought your shit legit. Right? Are you that's saying that the doing. tighter they grip, the more star systems slip through their fingers? I, I should have right. noticed <laughs> your stench. You're absolutely right. You're, They're you're, punishing the majority. For a minority you of people, you'll yeah. always have the assholes. You'll always yes. have the assholes who will game yeah. the system. Yeah. But the vast majority of people either pirate stuff they never intend on paying for in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not money lost, nope. or it's people who just can't afford it at the time. Mm-hmm. Or it's people who are going to eventually become collectors. Or if there's anyhow. like no way to like. Uh, or it's people who are working on a boat for six months and right. they have no other way to keep up with television. Like honestly, there piracy on boats is insane because that's the only way and you can watch irony, television. Because you're on a boat, right? Well, I mean, it's not irony. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's like yeah. international waters, baby. It's all it's well, all good. Like, the, the example uh, I was just going to say is uh, when the reboot Doctor Who came out uh, with the, the ninth Doctor. There was no legitimate way for us here in Vegas to get that. Right. I literally had to download it from overseas. And then in many cases, I had to convert it to a format that was watchable here in the U.S. Semaphore. Did A couple you- of years later, it finally came out on you know DVD and Blu-ray. And then going forward, it's now on BBC America. So... As that became legitimately available, of course, I bought the seasons. Right. And then, you know, I watch it on BBC America now because it's available to me. So once it became easily accessible and available for me, it absolutely reinforces that point. I stopped downloading it and started watching it through legitimate means. But for a good two years, actually three years, there was no way for us to get it here. Right. Right. Other don't, than the don't overcharge. It. Don't re- make it ridiculous. Well, price. that that yeah. too. That well, and some piracy I don't even understand. I had friends with the pirate box, and one yeah. time at one dinner they like, hey, let's watch Zootopia because Zootopia just come out. <laughs> Jokes on them, right? You know? <laughs> and they put it up, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, this this screen sucks because this image is awful. Well, it was just blurry. And it was yeah. just blurry. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, like enough fuzzy. Enough annoying. But enough that it wasn't even standard definition. I mean, it had just a hair. And then... That's as no the, way to live your life, people. As the thing is rolling along, all the signs in the background 
are in Spanish. They're mm. speaking English, and it was really weird because apparently my friends had like not activated. I don't. I don't understand what the hell. How the hell they did this? They didn't activate captions, so Spanish subtitles were not coming up. So it was in English, but everything that was written that appeared in the movie was in Spanish. Interesting. And then the first head silhouette moved across the screen. <laughs> and one person yep. was amused. Oh, this is hilarious. And the other one was just watching the movie. And I was just like, I expressed contempt and I wasn't interested. And the other person was actually a little, I think a little put out that I didn't want to watch it. But it's like, this is crap. Yeah, this is not the but way to watch it. I don't care movie. if right. this well, is free. Yeah, right. This that is was not how somebody I in a movie it. theater remember, with a video camera. Remember, we were having a big party at our place uh, at the Cherokee house and Randall had come across a bootleg copy of uh, episode three. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. 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 So he threw that in and we're watching episode three a week after it'd come out two weeks, maybe by which time we had all seen it a couple. You know, well, I only, couple saw, of it times. I only saw it once, but he'd seen it. Many times. <laughs> I only saw three once. He I, made up for you. Yeah, he did. But it had that same thing. It had uh, effects. It had uh, like a number scroll at the bottom. You know, it was all just, you know. Eh. But the other point, I can almost guarantee everyone in that room went on to buy that DVD. Probably. I mean, to a man. So what's, if it drives right. the thing. But the, right. the way I see it with piracy is. It's a weird thing. It's okay to sample, but don't make that how you get everything. There you go. If you want to try something out, it's a way of doing it without investing in it. But if you like it, buy it. And yeah. the reality is, from re the entirety of recorded history, people have pirated things. Yeah. They have stolen things. Right. And it's, you know, you I, just... I was a pirate never in my go youth away. for recording songs from the radio. Right. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. once, you know, and there's, there's all these different things, too. Like, sometimes you don't have money to do it, right? Right. Sometimes you don't have the ability. That can change from day to day. But there will come a point, if you are a successful human being and have some uh, disposable cash, that you will have to make strong, conscientious decisions. What do you endorse? What do you support and what do you want to see more of? Because what you throw your dollars behind will generate more content of that ilk. So, you know, do you, what do you want? Do you want more Transformers? Mm -hmm. I pre-ordered the Transformers movie like three months ago. It's not coming out till September. I'm getting the Blu-ray hard shell box set. With yeah. The, it's got a few extra features. It has been cleaned up nicely, though. But I own that thing twice already. Once in <laughs> yeah. the legit DVD release and once in a bootleg box set before they came out with the box sets. Oh, I had the old VHS and the, the, uh, the was it the 20th anniversary mm -hmm. DVD? Yep. Yeah. So I've bought that movie three times. Once pirated Which and twice legitimately. Which collector did you get? I got that big set that uh, sells out of China and that giant metal tin <laughs> oh. has all the G1. It's so, good. Okay. It has all the G one. It's also got. One. It's also. Oh man, that's the set. Oh, that's the one that comes with its own Chinese person, doesn't mm -hmm. it? They just mm -hmm. they you bring it to your door box. and stay for a while. Oh, so <laughs> glad you bought the this set. This also have a correct cards. You like it? You pretty good. Watch again. This watch again. This also have uh uh that three part uh tie in called uh. 
Hustle City or something. I can't remember what it called. It called like Hustle City. God. It's called Hustle City. It's not Hustle City, but it's like the three. It's three short episode. And then it lead into the the Chinese transformer. Man, I don't think you got your money's worth, Paul. This guy doesn't seem to know it very well. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, it's a brute like Vietnamese version. I bought those. We'll see. And that's that's what I was saying. You know what? You know what? Because 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 fans bought because we bought the shit out of those sets that they released. They released the fucking Japanese stuff. The Headmaster shit. The crazy seasons four, five, and six, basically, that were never in the states. Yeah, because we only got like the first few episodes right. of that for, oh, not fourth e- season. Got, well, not even, not even. This stuff is crazy, and unfortunately, it's not, it's not dubbed. I'm a stickler for subtitles for the most part, but when it comes to Transformers, I don't want to read. I, <laughs> that's that's the one. That's the one drawback. But but those would never have come to the states in legit form if people hadn't spent. And I promise you. There are people like me who bought the bootlegs when they sure. could only get the bootlegs and then bought the legit I, I have the entire run of the TV show Wizards and Warriors on DVD because it uh. and I got bootleg because it does not exist anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, on the flip side... There's that $800 Lord of the Rings Hobbit set that's coming oh, out. Oh, that, that ridiculous thing. A, yeah, $800. It looks gorgeous. It's beautiful. But it's the entire does extended it with, editions of all... Does it come with a shiny trash bag for the Hobbit? It's it, They're all in uh, leather-bound cases to look like books Hobbit on a little shelf. so bad. But they're bound in real Hobbit skins. It's 30 discs. Unwatchable. It's oh, a 30-disc right. set. Oh, I've, got, I've got the super it's deluxe like, of the... Well, trilogy, and I the love crazy that. thing yeah. is, like, the movie is one disc, so there's six movie discs for the you know the six different films, and then you have 27 other discs of extra features. That sounds like it's made for or my no, kind of watching. Me, uh, 23 extra. 24. When you see what we did when trying to recapture Middle Earth, <laughs> what we decided, well, what we thought about was making sure. <laughs> The, the ring uh. was the first and most prominent thing featured. <laughs> when you see the ring, it typifies what the rest of the world is about. It's like a mixture between New Zealand and Liverpool. Right. <laughs> well, there is... the, the he, He's, he's uh, riffing on the production designer, yes. <laughs> Richard... I forget his name, who has a very... A very distinct accent that you really, it, it really is sort of like, is he from the UK yep. or is he from <laughs> yep. NZ? It's what he wow. sounds like when you watch the extras. Yeah. I, it's it's wild. great though. Yeah. It is informative shit. Yeah. You learn technical shit about movie making. You do. You do. Because he's really on top of it. But boy, what an accent. That's a distinct voice. And he, uh, I watched over and over again the special on Evangelion. There's another thing. I bought that series three How many times? times? Yeah, Jesus Three Christ. times. God, that series is still so expensive. Prohibitively expensive. The best that's, anime. That's the word you have The way to I use. could afford to watch it, I got the Netflix disc. Right, right. It's, it's prohibitively uh, expensive. It's prohibited it's me. It's unfortunate because it's so good. They need to do another. They'll do another re-release soon and the price will come down for a minute. But, oy, oy, oy. Uh, uh, but Andy rubbing off was, on you there, man. He was talking about all the production work they were doing for the live action Ava, and then that all went to shit. Oh, broke, broke my fucking heart. Because because you can look at those production stills and see what uh, Del Toro 
uh, hacked together for Pacific Rim. Ah. Now, we're, now we're back to that. Nobody it, 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 goes you, from, it goes from Evangelion to the sadness of Pacific Rim so, so quickly. Yeah, so sad. Always. Always. Well, thank you, Keith, for writing in and asking this. Oh, that was a letter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I hope we bored you. Nah, that yeah, was we lost that was Atomic Geekdom or Two Broke Geeks in here somewhere. They left us. <laughs> and uh, one quick uh, email from Pat Spurrow, quote the DJ. What is your supervillain slash James Bond villain name? Hmm. Um, the Splasher. The Splasher. <laughs> that, that, that sounds Bond? Uh, I, I guess that would be more of a henchman. Mm. He'd be the Spill. The Spill. <laughs> I'm the dead horse beater. <laughs> Professor Spillman. There, there you go. go. There we go. go. Oh, wow. I named Dr. Felius Galictus. Mm. I got nothing. <laughs> That's a good name. I didn't even think of that. Million Canstabilius. <laughs> Any other throw-ins? Not yet. That's all right. Probably well, when they hit the you, show. just we'll throw them out there. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, right. we'll move on in the meantime for news you don't give a shit about. He can be mm. Moose Knuckle. Uh-oh. <laughs> really? Moose Knuckle, really? <laughs> moose Knuckle. <laughs> we'll send Moose Knuckle and Spillman to take care of them. <laughs> Which came first? Hey yo! Yuck! <laughs> Depends on sorry how much you about Spillman. Right? Sorry, <laughs> gross. Moose Knuckle is gross. I like Moose Knuckle and Spillman though. That's it's a good team. It's like a TV series. Get to writing it, Paul. And he'll draw it. Okay, Moose Knuckle and Spillman. He's a clumsy scientist. He's a Canadian Mountie with very tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> They're detectives. Villains, Andy. Villains. <laughs> Moose Knuckle and Spillman. No, that's an old uh, Peter David. I think it's Peter David. Somebody's. You can take any two weird occupations and add the line, They're detectives after it, and you have a TV show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sounds like a David thing. News you don't give a shit about. Ruben Fleischer is attached to direct... Cops, a feature adaptation of the famous police reality procedural TV series. You're what? kidding me. I, yeah, I got this from Deadline Hollywood. This is real. Cops. The, the TV reality show. Bad, bad boys, bad boys, what, boys, what you going to do? There you go. I thought for a second it was the whole uh, oh, the cartoon? fighting crime in a future time. Oh, uh, God. BP Vess and that whole crew. Yeah, the worst. No. it's crime fighting time. That's the worst. That's <laughs> it the is worst terrible. That was ever it made. was terrible. And well, the, you know what's funny? What's that? It was really well animated. It was just terribly written and terribly voice acted. Were the toys any good? Uh, I could have. They were arrested you for that show. And expensive. Really? Yes. They actually have a pretty high secondary market value. Some of them. Uh, they were pretty intricate, but they were very prohibitively expensive. As a, hmm. as a kid, I was like, oh, I can't buy that. I can get three He-Man figures for that shit. No, this isn't even <laughs> shittier cops. Yeah, this is real shit cops. Yeah. Uh, the idea is to turn that vibe of the reality procedural TV series, uh, best known for its catchy theme song, into an edgy narrative feature with a buddy comedy bent in the no. order of lethal weapon. No. Red light. No. Stop it. Stop it's it. Boots Duckland Spillman again. <laughs> well, well, that didn't take long. We didn't just, even finish recording. No, this is, this is how stupid Hollywood is. Bad Boys 3 is getting made. Right. And somebody goes, huh, Bad Boys 3 is getting made. Bad Boys, Bad Oh, guys. We should do cops. What? 
Yeah, cops. <laughs> You're so brilliant. I know. Don't I know. be silly. We can't what do a-, a reality show as a movie. <laughs> Why not? They've done it before. Actually, did you listen to This American Life this week? Yes. Did you hear that one? I'm trying to remember what it was. It's uh, this uh, P.I. Moms thing. Yes, 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 yes. So this was a reality show that this guy was trying to put together, but he was faking it, a lot of it, yep. and reenacting it, and then he also ended up selling drugs on the side, and it got really crazy. It's worth a listen. Oh, yeah. But, uh, that's it's an old a, one. But that's a reality show that almost became a reality show and got canned before it went to TV, but it was in production. But now the story behind the drama of the making of the reality show is in pre-production as a film. And it be, I bet it's going to be exciting. I'm sure it'll be good it. as a movie. Yeah. And we go back to the Hawaii we Pirates shit. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Weekend Geek! Yay! That didn't take long. I like when they're painless. Stage magician and comedian Penn Gillette will write the upcoming Spider-Man slash Deadpool number 11 Marvel comic book issue drawn by Scott Kolbish, which will see the two heroes join forces with the two magicians. The news was revealed by Marvel's by Marvel via this week's Marvel podcast, where Gillette talked about writing for the comic book title. Quote, I had to mull it over for like two or three seconds. I mean, what book could be more exciting? Of all the characters in the comic books, it doesn't get better than Deadpool and Spider-Man. It's a dream come true for a lot of things. Spider-Man slash Deadpool are a team, but in this comic, the team is Spider-Man slash Teller and Penn slash Deadpool. Imagine what a magician could do with someone who heals that quickly. Yep. Ooh. Actually, yikes. Bot. Can't wait. I like like one of our... One of our... Uh, one of the shock monkeys on Twitter was like, so, Torgo, Cosmic, and a famous Paul, why aren't any of you guys writing a Marvel comic? It's like, Siri, you know who Penn Gillette is, yeah. right? He's well, not just some just guy what? with a podcast. You say yeah, that. It's like, just because we know that, the guy. But <laughs> our friend James Asmus, who wrote the some recent really great runs on Gambit and does a lot of other work for Marvel too, he's just an improviser. And, He's and, just a diehard, dedicated improviser. And two who, of our members have a published book out there. That's true. That's, that's, yeah. It's comic S. And, and one has shit. several comics out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you can do it. So where it's, the fuck is it? Well, the where trick, the fuck is the Marvel comic then? I don't the, have a story. The, yeah, there no. you go. <laughs> the, trick is, the trick is writing. The trick is writing. And it's very hard. It's hard to write. It is. Do you I'm, find, like, in your writing, do you find it more difficult to write as you get older? No, no, no. no. I've, it's I've found it's just I've I don't have more time. Difficult. I, I do have time. I don't make the time. See, I find I, I'm not as creatively inspired I as much as, as much I get older. No, I'm, I'm halfway through the sequel to Christmas Puss. I just got to get it done. I think there's peaks and valleys in the creative process. Oh, and absolutely. And then of course there's your your uh, your video game musical. Yes, which is still there. It's percolating, but uh, and also it's a matter of just keeping those wheels greased. If you haven't used right. it for a long time, well, it's, it gets it rusty, too. and so you have to kind of restart that has, machine. It has to be habitual. It has to be sure. If you read that book from Thomas Lennon and Robert Brand Garrett, man, they lay it out there. They're like, you have to need to write so bad you can't not. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. That, like every that's day really what it comes down. That's to. that's just it. I'm, I have yeah. other things that I get up to you know i i have to perform and i push myself yeah. to perform and i get out there but you know it's, it, it just there's i may i can make excuses all day long there's only so much creative energy to go around but 
uh, and there's you know, only so many hours in the day. There's only too. so many hours in the day, all that kind of thing. I mean, like today, I slept almost all day. Yeah, you because know. I'm because I have show. I had show tonight. This show now, I have a commercial shoot tomorrow morning. I have another show, a bucket show. Thursday rehearsal, Thursday show. It's like no one can say you are not no. active. Right. So that's the thing. And that was like my therapist even just the other day was like, you're very busy. When the hell do you have time for a therapist? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> On my off day. On my off day, I go to a therapist. It's just like, you're very busy. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. I am. Well, and physical therapist. No, no, no. Therapist, oh. therapist. Yeah. I went to a physical therapist too. I went to a physical therapist and therapist therapist this week. I got, I oh, got wow. lots of therapy. No. Uh, but, but and it is so crazy. Dude, well, yeah. that's not going to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's just keeping people alive. But, but it's, <laughs> she's keeping the rest of us alive. She's keeping the body count down. Let's be let's be generous here. Uh, you know, you just gotta you gotta keep writing. The thing is, like, I, I understand his point of view. Where's your shit? Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't even write with that in mind. You have to just write to do it. You know, we lucked out that we know PJ and he was down with the book and and thought, hey, I'll publish this. You know what I mean? Like we knew a book publisher that was that was. Well, you know, it's it's fascinating you say that because I I just watched uh, that new series geeking out with Kevin Smith and Mm -hmm. they were interviewing J.J. Abrams. And basically he said they were asking him about, you know, how did he become so successful? He said, it's basically just luck. He's like, you can have all the talent in the world, but it's that right confluence of yes. of things that happen at just the right time. But luck is no accident. Right. You have to have, you know, the person. You have to be ready for it. You have happens. to have the, you know, and, and, you know, we've been putting in work, you know, doing shows, mm. doing podcasts, doing, you know, regular, a lot of, we're working. Like, uh, the uh, Scoop Fest is going to be something special this year. It's going to be really, really cool yeah. in November. Yeah. So, I mean, th- stuff's coming, but you do have to just constantly keep yeah. at it. But at I the have, same time, you can't kill yourself. I right? have a right. feeling I'm about to have a huge creative burst because like, the dreams are getting weird. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. that's yeah. good. You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I had a dream. It was, a, and this, I, this is only the part I mentioned on Facebook. Uh, it was a little fleeting bit in a, in a dream where there was a uh, guy doing stand-up comedy in a centaur costume. Oh yeah, and I'm like, that's that's an image. I got to use that somewhere. That was very, and that if you make that into something, that'll be a great origin story. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the best advice for getting started, which actually makes a lot of sense, and it was almost what you were talking on, Paul, from Zach Smith, the uh, the artist and RPG designer. I've I've mentioned to you guys. He's the I hit it with my axe guy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And he did Red and Pleasant Land, Maze of the Blue Medusa, the games I've been showing you guys. Somebody asked him, "How does a nobody art?" like me get out of a dead-end job to spend my time making art I mean as successfully as you and Smith answers the same as everyone else you hang around artists until one more powerful than you decides you don't suck that's it that's a big part of it yep mm. that's a big big part of it and uh, there's that yes get you, you know who what's your circle of influence sure that's hugely important the, the people you associate with, you're going to have a similar life because you're hanging with them. Sure. You know, and, and, and you know, that one normally quotes Zig Ziglar. God damn it. So I'm looking around the room. Poor, poor. poor. <laughs> that one quotes Zig Ziglar. To get what you want, help enough other poor. people Speak get what yourself, they want. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Help, helping other people get what they want. And then, uh, uh, again, just got hit again in the face with the old uh, Steve Martin adage. And I tried to apply it hard tonight yeah. and it paid off. Uh, f- f- call it luck, call it what you will. 
as soon as I hit the stage tonight, they were eating me up. This is one of those nights where my my character could do no wrong, and I got mad kudos after the show. But his advice, be so good they can't ignore you. Nice. And he says, if you approach everything as how can I be really, really good, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If that's your primary directive, it's not how much am I going to make, who am I going to fuck, what am I going to get out of this? It's how can I be really, really good? How can I be really, how can I make this awesome? And it's not like the creative process is digging ditches. There's a lot of fun in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, there's, there, exactly, exactly. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, I love too. There's the other side is the, as an improviser too. <laughs> it was a great quote. It was like, or I think it was even an Onion article. Uh, man, man decides to uh, pursue his dream uh, once, once a weeknight and on weekends for rest of his life or something like that. You know, it's like you know, you squeeze in the time that you can when you can. You got to be realistic about shit. But also, what are your sacrifices as a creative too? Mm-hmm. And I've made a choice personally. Not to have kids in no small part, so I can keep doing theater. Is that don't pay for a family? Nope. You hear that, Duncan? That's why I'm not a Marvel comic artist. Right. Well, well, <laughs> well. It's just, it's just the the work is so can fluctuate so much. It's it's yeah. it's it's uh, uh, what's the what's the word? Feast or famine? Yeah. You know. And so I don't think it's fair to drag a child into that roller coaster. I'm not saying it's wrong, and I'm not saying there's. I have plenty of friends who do it and do it beautifully. Sure, I don't have plenty. I, I know that is a, a huge challenge to yeah. be a parent and also be a creator. I have the challenge enough taking care of the dogs with my creative yeah. stuff. So you know that's enough. So, there, but there's you know there's, there's sacrifices, there's choices, there's all that kind of stuff. It's a it's a lot of stuff. But if you're you know, are you following a passion? Are you following a passion? Right now, my passion is not writing, but. Yeah, your passion right now is a lot of performing and, and a I, lot of... Also, I have too many fucking interests, if anything. <laughs> That's not a problem. No, I mean, it's it's fun. I love it. I love it. But... Specializations for insects. Yeah, true true that. Jack of all trades over here. <laughs> <laughs> Master of none. According to The Hollywood Reporter. Well, that's got to be true then. A new pop-up experience designed to recreate the classic cantina from Star Wars Episode Four: uh, A New Hope, is set to debut in Hollywood soon. Somebody mm-hmm. went to the this. Millennium Fan Bar. <laughs> the project is called <laughs> the Scum and Villainy Cantina, and though it hasn't hey. launched yet, you can check it out on the official website for intel on making reservations. The location is still being kept under wraps. Is this officially licensed? Nope. Oh. That's why it's one of those pop-up things. Oh. Yeah. So that's why it's all the lo- don't know where the location is. It's in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the project's been described as a two-hour immersive experience, and reservations include two drinks, a souvenir pint glass, and a commemorative coin. Uh, reservations will be available from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. and 8:30 p.m. 10:30 p.m. nightly. Uh, if you're feeling spontaneous, walk-ins will be available from 1 p.m. to 2 a.m. If you're into it. Act fast because there's no word on exactly how long the pop up will be open. Yep, Exciting. it's on. It's on a, there is a Facebook uh, page out there. Yes, there and is. I have I have liked it and I'm watching it closely. Dig it. I hope. Yeah, my uh, my friends here in the uh, local Jedi group are planning it as soon oh, as, I'll as, bet as they it are. opens. Yeah. Marvel and Hulu have announced they have joined forces on a live-action Runaways superhero TV series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, 
Fuck, this is exciting. Based on the Marvel comics? Fuck, by Mr. Brian K. Vaughn, the greatest. See, That's another thing, too. You read enough Vaughn, you go, well, fuck. What do I even have to say? <laughs> Between that and that fucking new vision, good God. So good. Have you guys all read Runaways? No. The first no. Vaughn run? Nope. <laughs> it's I feel the disappointment. It's so fucking good, and it's going to blow up. You, you smell it's going to blow up. Jump on these books. He Get smells these, what the Vaughn is cooking. People, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Jump on the Runaways. I'm telling you. Jump on them Runaways. God damn, it's so fucking good now. How are they going to do the dinosaur? Are they going to go full bore? It's Netflix, though, right? So they probably will go. Oh, fuck. It's going to suck. Quickest turnaround ever. Maybe not. Maybe not. I remember reading about this and going, and I'm like, Netflix must be pissed. Because it is official uh, yeah, this is Marvel, Marvel television. Yeah. yeah ne- Jeff well, Loeb's. Uh, I don't know if Netflix is pissed. Well, here. Let's, let's see if this works for you. The series hails from Gossip Girl creators Josh oh, Schwartz. Oh, oh. And oh, Stephanie Savage. Stop, what he was. Oh, Anne has forced me to watch several episodes of that. Oh, a more harrowing experience I have not had in a long time. Wow. Oh, God. Of course, the comic book series created by Brian K. Vaughn and Adrian Alfonso, Afona, uh, back in 2003, featured a group of super-tired teenagers who discovered their parents are part of an evil crime organization called The Pride. Deadline reports the Marvel Runaways will, quote, tell the story of six diverse teenagers who can barely stand each other, but who must unite against the common foe, the parents. Mm. Wow, that is a severe turnaround in Just Paul. read, well, we'll see. Read the, just read the book. If it sells more of the book, I don't fucking care. Read Runaways. It's so fucking good. They have a, a version that uh, comes in sort of a manga-style size trades that you can get full color. It's such a great story. It's such a great story. And they've since then, like Joss Whedon has picked up the mantle. A few other people have tried it. It fell to shit. Just go with that first run. It is a complete arc in and of itself. Just get those. I believe it's seven volumes. That's all you need. Just as soon as Vaughn stops, just stop. It's, it's all you need, but it's, Oh, Oh God, it's good. It's, Joss Whedon didn't do it justice. He's pretty good sometimes. He tried to make it st- this steampunk thing. with the, He eh, they did this time travel. <laughs> Andy perked up when you said that. He's like, they did this time travel bit. I mean, you'd love the, the, the look of that that little uh, run there where he goes and they go back in time. Mm. But it's not what yeah, and, it's and not. And what Jeff would like the time about. travel, so, you know. <laughs> Gonna go back in time. There you go. Runaways. Runaway. Runaway. That's one that I bought a couple times. Yeah, like, yeah, I bought... Yeah, I bought yeah. The single issues that I bought, uh, the first trades, and then they came out in the small trades. I'm like, okay, I'll buy. How many of the pirate editions did you buy? None, <laughs> none, 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 none. That was my first big experience with Brian Vaughn, and I have since bought pretty much everything he's ever written after that. God, he fucking wrote the oath too. The guy cannot do wrong. Did you see Cumberbatch reading the oath? So exciting. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really funny thing. This meme that they put up, like DC prep work versus Marvel prep work and it's got like uh, all the stars of the DC movies lifting weights and getting shredded and all that stuff and it shows the Marvel guys reading the actual books based on <laughs> the it's like yes and that tru- that's I mean, true it's- that's true what's her name put up to picture her reading, reading Captain Marvel yes that they used that one they threw that one in they had Benedict Cumberbatch reading the oath which made me just want to go woo 
I can't. That's so. I mean, the, uh, you don't get better. That and is then, very funny. And 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 it had uh, the guy from uh, Punisher. Uh, what's his name? John Bernthal. Yeah, he's reading. He's reading Punisher Max. I'm like, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <sighs> Power Band. When does that come out? Soon. I think Luke October? Cage. Oh. Luke September, Cage. Is, October. That Luke Cage oh. looks crazy. It good. does. Yeah, it, God, it, it looks does. crazy good. Same actor from uh, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're building up to the Defenders. That yeah. is confirmed. So exciting! It's gonna happen. Good for them. Is Mar- is Daredevil on DVD as well now? Have they released Daredevil and Jessica Jones? If they Jones have, I haven't heard anything about it. I wonder if they I have. Know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. About there it. To the go. internet. There he goes. That's such a good show too. So while, while Check I offer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wager it's there. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Will top line the voice cast of a new Disney XD show, Milo Murphy's Law. The animated series centers on titular Milo, that's Yankovic, whose bad luck is genetic. Don't do it, Kay. But he's a plucky kid who always expecting the unexpected, like having a wrecking ball suddenly drop right in front of him on his way to school. That sounds mighty stressful. Which is why it's a good thing he has his best two friends, Zach and Melissa, as well as a backpack filled with all the stuff he needs to confront daily disasters. Yankovic will contribute some original songs. He's also released the opening theme. Disney XD has also announced that Milo's Murphy's Law will premiere on October 3rd. Wait, what? what t- a, no, preview, a preview of the first episode will be available on Disney XD's <laughs> online and multiple channels on September 26th. XD! <laughs> God damn it! The X is for extra. The D is for dick. Weird Al Yankle dick. Extra dick. Extra Yankle dick. Do you Yankle your dick? You can on Disney's XD. You know, that reminds me, Paul. When yes. you got a new car, why didn't you buy a Scion XD? Oh! Uh, because I went it for... It would have been so apropos. No, I went for the Consumer Reports Best Value Vehicle. Oh. It's the Practical most reliable, man. best I, value. I saw, I saw a white one at work the other day, and it looked they just look, like your old... They look very, old. very, very similar to what I have, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that... that uh, Yaris? Yaris? No, well, I miss my Yaris so mm. bad. But, uh, but I do love my new uh, Soul, my Kia Soul. Your Soul? Soul. It's a almost good, got through it. That was the third mention of that channel, ride. the last one. Yeah. yeah. So it was very close. Leave it to 80s Jeff to fuck it up. Somebody had to underline it. <laughs> the rest of the cast includes Sarah Chalk, Jermaine Clement, and Christian Slater. Uh, there is no way to get that on DVD yet, I don't think. Amazon doesn't have it, at least. Hmm. I'm going to look again. Because the second time changes things. Yeah, well, go, go just get it. do Netflix. <laughs> I do Netflix. Well, I there watch you it go. on Netflix, but I want the physical copy. That's how stupid I am. Yes. J.K. Rowling has announced plans for a Pottermore Presents series described as a trio of ebooks that will delve even deeper into the wizarding world. The series will be comprised of bite-sized tales that take a closer look at characters and stories from the Harry Potter saga, with some of the content essentially a mishmash of Pottermore material and new work by Rowling. Here are the official breakdowns of the three releases. Hogwarts, an incomplete and unreliable guide, delves into the nooks and crannies of the beloved wizarding school itself, unfurling everything from details about the Hogwarts ghosts to what happens when the sorting hat can't decide on a student's house. Short stories from Hogwarts of power, political, and pesky poltergeists explores the darker roots of the wizarding world. You'll learn more about the troubles that face the Ministry of Magic, the horrors of Azkaban prison, and enjoy an entirely new original piece of writing by J.K. Rowling on Horace Slughorn. Finally, in short stories from Hogwarts of heroism, hardship, and dangerous hobbies, Pottermore celebrates the colorful staff of Hogwarts. 
There's more to discover about the care of magical creatures teacher Sylvanius Kettleburn, as well as another piece of writing from Rowling on Minerva McGonagall and her involvement in the Second, second Wizarding War. The new books comes on the heels of the recent release of the script for the stage play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and the play itself, along with the pending release of the prequel film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, opening in November. The Potterboard Presents collections are set to be available on September 6th. There is that. How long do you think before uh, she goes Thieves World on that? Like, and just lets other people write like, it? Yeah, puts together an anthology book of short stories set in that universe. I think that'd be a great idea. I, yeah. I'd like to... Well, is it? I don't think she's written all of these. How I, long do we think, have sanctioned slash fiction? <laughs> the, <laughs> sanctions. Uh, I want... I want I want, uh, what's it called? Ma- magical Beasts? Yeah. Magical Beasts and where to fuck them. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be, that'd be Magical Bestiality. Oh, Magical oh. Bestiality and then where to fuck them. <laughs> That's a good one, Andy. Get started, uh, Professor Biggs. I have a feeling. You know what? You know what? First page, the first page is the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first. Chapter one Magical the- Beasts and where to fuck them. Mag- magical Bestiality and where to fuck them. The ass. Uh, that's the first, it. The first line. Chapter two. Is, uh, what about the what about mouth. what? What about if it's a I magical remain ass? completely Chapter three, motionless? A surgical wound. What? <laughs> I said the first line is like what I remain completely. Yeah. Chapter four, where their eye used to be. <laughs> Chapter <Wow>. five, <laughs> like, the like, a, okay, ear. like a spell. Like. I didn't realize Hannibal Lecter was a fan of Pottermore. <laughs> My God. No, it's, it's slash fiction. <laughs> And how? <laughs> Chapter three. What were the names of those spells? Like, like they would do. Stick them in cinema dickness. <laughs> yeah, like boom. Vaginimus like, Maximus. Vaginimus Maximus. Labius Majoricus. <laughs> Monzicus Pubicus. <laughs> Clitoris can't find a kiss. Yeah, right? Like we can get the best. We can get the best wands here. This is a sex shop. Yeah, dildo. Get him. Berticus Nesticus. Somebody could use a dildo as a wand. The Hitachi. Stick a stick a Hitachi fucking magic uh, wand. All you gotta do put a phoenix feather up in it. There you go. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hitachicus <laughs> Matt. Magicus. <laughs> Not a kiss of massagicus. <laughs> Where do you want to fuck your beast? Write to us. Comments at uglycatshow.com. And if oh, anyone else calls you beast, lair is I'll gonna cut be out sad. their lungs. No means a yes miss Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. Varicus. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I am Master Targo. Tuacus Faracus. Hades Jeff. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. Hey, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> the Tuacus Faracus would be a good villain name, too. <laughs> Cosmic Crush. That's Sorry? my soup. That's my super oh, villain name. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Spelled with a K, of, of course. course. Yes, yes, yes. Two Ks. Any other way. And you, you wear, can't get a third one in there? Please tell me you wear a bikini in that. <laughs> well, underneath the costume. Oh, okay. No, the bikini is over the top of the costume. Yeah, right? yeah, like Superman. Superman. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sure, perfect. Except it's boxer briefs. Sorry. What's your What's your <laughs> grand plan? My grand plan? Yeah. Uh, pirating IPs. <laughs> <laughs> and I give it away. Oh, that'll that'll get MI six involved. You see, I got all these drones in international airspace, and they're just. Giving it away. 
<laughs> while, while searching after magical beasts. He's, he's doing the old school pirating where he's actually just dropping used books on things. That's right. There's yeah. mm. uh, there's no DVDs of that thing yet. Daredevil. Or there was called. and yeah. it went away. I don't know. I doubt there was. No, that... that is there one available? There can't be it's yet. only two seasons. I don't know. Yeah, like you can buy the individual episodes or the season yeah, pass yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. But I you, never thought of that. So that's that's a completely digital. Yeah. Right now. I mean, streaming. For now. Right now. I mean, is, yeah. They originally said they were going to, but I guess I, they I'm must sure have they changed their mind. Eventually, but probably when it's all Kind done. of surprising it hasn't happened. I am. Yeah. T- well, whatever. Maybe they're going to put it on one big Yeah, because the third season is not that far away. Yeah, if nothing else to drum up... Interest for those that didn't get Netflix or whatever. Yeah, I who knows what their business model. They're doing Netflix is doing fine, yeah. and I'm glad of that. I do enjoy yeah Netflix still. Well, uh, they're it, producing quality. That's just. They it, have, are there other Netflix shows? Are they on DVD? Orange is the New Black and Orange is the New House Black is on DVD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, House of Cards is too. Yeah. I've yeah. Seen it. A lot of it is. So I don't. I don't know. think the Wachowskis' uh, new thing was on Sense Eight. Sense Eight. Yeah, I don't think that made a DVD. Do you see the thing about the the new uh, Batman animated? That's going back to the 66. Yeah. Oh, man. Using so Adam funny. West. I'm like, Bur- that's exactly what we needed to watch the taste out of that last Except shit. Except did mouth. you see the preview? No. Does oh, it look terrible? I can't it wait. It looks fine, but Adam West that sounds, sounds more like he's kind of an old man. Yeah, he's old. He sounds like he sounds on Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't sound oh, he, like yeah. 66 Batman. I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's going to be just fine, Andy. <laughs> He's yeah. all there. Good show. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Say one negative yeah. thing all night long. Don't rain on his goddamn parade. <laughs> there you go. He, he sounds like an old man. <laughs> Says Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him? I'm a little he sounds old. I'm a little frightened <laughs> of his testicles. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Or his batticles. I don't dare fall asleep shirtless on his couch. I tell Bat-wing. you that. Batwing. <laughs> Batwing. I'm going to give you the real Batwing. <laughs> oh, the pole. No, that's not good. Holy sleeping <laughs> victim, Batman. <laughs> well, Robin. The slightest movement. Which what can I say, a bit of passion. Robin? I was uh, trying to put my bat balls in his belly button. <laughs> he just sliding on the that, bat pole and watching the alliteration. balls slide I, up in front of his face. And I put my bat balls in his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> he rid of me this Batman. My bat musk <laughs> mixes with his belly button scent. Bat musk. It becomes really bad. <laughs> it's noxious fumes are overpowering me. Boy wonder, give me a mask. Here, Batman, I'll do mouth to mouth like you taught me all those times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep doing it. Yeah, that's right. My little mouth. Get on, get on my little, my tiny bird, bird mouth. Oh, that little magical beast blowing my brown mouth. My brown. No, you can. You don't have to get on my brown mouth today, Robin. What? No, not the starfish. Nope. Call you Nightwing can, too. I get like both the starfish. Yeah, get Nightwing in here to get on my brown mouth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. I'll eventually become Nightwing. Uh, no, uh, you're you're uh, Jim Gray. You're, you're the next one. <laughs> next one. <laughs> There's always a next one. There's always that guys. You gotta remember. Eventually, it's gonna be a girl. Oh, <laughs> I know. Who am I, it's, who it's, am I kidding? I'm Batman. I fuck boys. They're Robins. The thing I like about Robins, I keep getting older, and they say the same age. Potter, Potter, Torgo. Potter, Potter, Torgo. Potter, Potter, Torgo. Put in Potter.